0: Throws it, get wedge, right in. Have a look at him move! Play He's playing darts. Everyone else is playing golf.
1: Edge down the leg side and they've
2: got
3: their man. He's brave, he's strong, he wins the derby. And the best team in baseball wins it all. Everyone on their feet. Stuck the boyhood dreams. Listen to that crowd
4: roar. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend.
5: Good morning, everyone. I'm Ray Thomas and welcome to the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We've got a huge show coming up today in more ways than one. Co-host Dean Ritchie right alongside me. Dino, good morning. It's a sports show, but with a bit of music of theme to it. Just after nine o'clock, Gary Beers, the bass bass guitar player for In Excess, will join us. He is a legend in the music world, but also a huge... NRL fan, particularly Manly, a good friend of yours, and he'll be coming live to us from, here we go, bit of excess. Oh, I love Excess, Ray. Here we go. Don't Change? Correct. One of the great songs. We're ready to rock this yeah, morning, yeah. brother. What's your favourite excess song? Oh, Suicide
6: Blonde. I've got a million of them. In fact, I'm going to get a list of the top three before Gary comes on, but yeah, not just after nine o'clock, Mad Manly fan, absolute fanatical Seagulls fan. Suicide
5: Blonde? Love it. Listen Like Thieves for me. Yeah, no, there's a... I'm a big Listen a Like list Thieves yeah, them. Listen yeah. Like Thieves from Shine Like It Does and Don't Change, I love Don't Change.
6: Uh, we'll have to ask uh, Gary, but obviously he would watch it on the app over there mm. in California where he lives now, he's got his own band, but he's still on top of everything, right? He messages me and... He knows every player, every game, every yeah. round. He's, uh, he's amazing. So he'll be absolutely fascinating. But great round of footy, Ray. And we are now, can you believe it, Ray? Where's the year gone? Oh. We're one week away from and the finals. And the Bunnies booked their spot last night.
5: But what a fascinating final round, Dino, because the Panthers have won the JJ Gilton Shield. They're minor premiers. So I'll get a home final. But essentially, from positions two to eight, are still up for grabs going to the final series next weekend.
6: Yeah, there's multiple different possibilities, mm. Ray. We wouldn't have time over three hours to run through all of them. It would take about six <laughs> hours. But <laughs> of course, we should remember too, Ray, that the opening of the new Allianz Stadium mm. this uh this Friday night, yeah, I think it is. Massive game. Roosters versus Rabbitohs, important for finals ramifications as well. It'll be a forty five thousand seller. Mm. It will be a night to remember out there at Moore Park.
5: Okay, the Cowboys are still playing a, uh, possibly for a home final. they loss last night to Souths is costly. Um, the Sharks have gone above them. But no doubt um, the Cowboys will probably play their, their full team up there in Townsville against Penrith next weekend. Penrith have already stated they're going to rest some players. What's your mail with the, the Roosters and the Rabbitohs game? Oh, there were some
6: suggestions on social media last night, Ray, that they might rest. I think uh, Buzz Rothfield might have mentioned it. So mm. we'll certainly ask Buzz uh, just after 930 I'm not sure any team will rest, Ray, other than the Panthers. They have that luxury and they've earned that. They have earned that. But Mm -hmm. all the other teams want momentum going into the finals and certainly Roosters, Rabidos, I would be stunned if either side rested, particularly the Roosters, Ray. They are on a roll Mm. and they are now becoming more and more the team to fear in the finals. We'll
5: just recap what has happened so far in a fascinating weekend of Rugby League. The Eels 53 up there in Brisbane 6. The Broncos, the wheels have fallen off at the back end of the season. They've slipped out of the 8. On Friday, Penrith 46, the Warriors 12. Luai and Fisher Harris were back. Luai was sharp, looked terrific. Penrith still didn't have Sorensen, Liam Martin and Cleary. They're still to come back. Cleary in week 1 of the finals, but they had 14 of their first 17 back. and. Epic game Friday night. Almost game of the season. Get your thoughts, Dino. Roosters 18, defeated Melbourne in Melbourne 14. Yesterday, the Raiders 48-6 against the Seagulls in Canberra. Canberra are now into the top eight: Sharks sixteen, Bulldogs zero, South twenty, Cowboys ten. As Dino said, securing South their spot in the finals today. The Tigers take on the Dragons. That's a two o'clock game. Not, uh, Titans versus the Knights at four o five p.m. Dino, Friday night, Roosters storm, absolute classic.
6: Yeah, it was semi final a week or two early, wasn't it? An absolute belter, right? Mm. Had a bit of niggle, had some fire. Had some great tries. I still, to this point, Ray, and I had a big blue with everybody. Mm. I managed to f- find fights on Friday night with about Where? 400 people on social media. Oh,
7: okay.
6: I'm still yet to actually work out what Jared Warura Hargreaves did wrong to be sitting. Yeah. <laughs> it was aggressive and he got stuck in. But he got fined, didn't he? He got fined. What for? Uh, contrary conduct. Nelson... And what was a contrary conduct? Well, that's what I'm trying to work out. Yeah. Nelson Asafa Solomona also uh, was fined. Uh, but the big news out of that one, Ray, apart from the actual game, was uh, Lindsay Collins, mm. uh, hip drop tackle, looking at four oh, weeks. Really? So that would mean that Lindsay Collins would not be back until the grand final if the Roosters That's made a huge. huge blow.
5: What about Victor Radley? There were distressing scenes with Victor Radley when he was concussed. Um, obviously, he can't play this weekend, surely, Dino. And I see today in the Sunday Telegraph, Phil rofford has spoken to Victor's father who's almost pleading to his son to take an extended break from the game. This is how many concussions this year for Victor Radley. You admire him as a player because he's 100%. He's wholehearted. His defence on Friday night was just outstanding. But that concussion again, Dino.
6: Yeah, that was a bad one, right? Yeah. He was convulsing on the field and that was vision, I think, that sent shockwaves through the entire rugby everybody, league family. Everybody. Look, he's okay. Uh in terms of any long-term mm. uh, ramifications or illness. He's I, definitely I out is next word. weekend, isn't he? He is? can't play this yeah. week, Ray. Yeah. In fact, I'd be surprised if he plays week one of the finals. Mm. Uh, yeah, You want your team to win finals games. You want your best team. But a player's health comes first, Ray. I'd mm. say he'd be out for at least two. But knowing Victor, he'll, he'll want to be back. He'll want to play, yeah. He will want to be back. But yeah, it, it was a bad one. But look, that Rooster side I mentioned too, Ray. Seven wins in a row. Yeah. You talk about peaking at the right time. You talk about getting momentum at the right time. They are ticking every box, and
5: isn't Manu a play? Are we wow. thinking Roosters, Panthers? Grand They've got to come from at the bottom this half. Point. They've got to come from the bottom half, haven't they? At so this point, what a game! Um, Thursday night, Storm versus Parramatta at Parramatta we will decide top four.
6: Absolutely big game. Of course, that mm. comes on the back of that Eels' big win over the mm. Broncos. Ray, uh, they're both are both on thirty-two points. Who so gets a second chance? Yeah, yeah. Sean Lane, yet again, he was damaging against mm. the Broncos. Set up three tries on that left edge for His Parramatta. His ability to get
5: the ball away in tackles, to offload is just tremendous. Zorba said Zorba last said week, last he's week. the well, World
6: Cup. Gee, I'm, At this point, I'm starting to think Gorba, mm. uh, Zorba was right. Gutho, enormous too for Parramatta. But the Broncos, Ray, that's 113 points mm. in two games. They did lose Adam Reynolds, which was a blow. But good teams have the ability to overcome that, and they are in all sorts up yeah. there in Brisbane, and I can't see them making the finals.
5: I know you were at a core stadium last night for South and Cowboys, 2010, the Rabbitohs winning. Um, I don't know if you saw a lot of the Sharks game over the Bulldogs. I saw the second half when I got home, 16-0. The Sharks defensively very, very good, but their attack, uh, disappointing, Dino, to be fair. Made a lot of mistakes, the Sharks.
6: Yeah, I tried to catch up on some highlights on that game, uh, Ray. It was five wins in a row, but it was an mm. ugly victory. Uh, Win's a winner, space. Yeah, 16 errors for the Sharks, which mm. is totally uncharacteristic. And uh, I read, Ray, they completed at just 68%. But you know what? I guess it shows that good sides going into the finals just do what they have to do against the lower teams. Yep. And they got the points last night. Andrew Fafita's farewell game It was a spluttering performance. But it was a win. What
5: would you make of the South Cowboys game? Close, good contest. Defensively, or oh, defence seemed to dominate that game. South 2010 clinched that final spot, as you said. What would you make of them?
6: Yeah, I thought uh, South were uh, moderate at best in attack. They were a bit clunky, Ray. Uh, of course, Damien Cook was a late withdrawal through COVID. So that would have disrupted their attack to some degree. Bit like Cronulla, I thought, Ray. They just did enough to win. Cowboys dropped to third place, Cruella into second. But as you said before, the, the, the bunnies are in. Mm-hmm. And a bit like the Roosters, Ray. I don't think they've got the momentum of the Roosters, nor at the moment uh, the final surge that the Roosters are enjoying. But any side with Luttrell, um, yeah. uh, Alex Johnson, Cody Walker, Cam Murray, the list goes on and on. They're a side that you just like to duck and weave around you the what, finals. Yeah.
5: Hey, Dan, on the um, text line, Dan has chimed in. Morning, boys. Do all top four teams have home finals? Do so the Cowboys play at home? They've finished third, et cetera. No, um, under the new system, which came in about probably eight ten years ago, one plays four, two plays three. One and two get the home finals. The, they All four top, well, top four sides get the double chance. Five plays eight, six plays seven. Five and six get home finals, I understand. Where does that leave the Sharkies, then? They're going to make a big push to the NRL this week that they want, if they get that second spot and still up for grabs, they want to play at home in week one of the finals. Yeah,
6: absolutely, Ray. Spot on. That has been approved. Has it? It okay. this week. So okay. they are home, the Sharkies. I don't quite know how the NRL... Said no and then yes, unless a new grandstand popped up out of the crowd. But I think they deserve to play at home, Ray, to be honest with you. If they They've get worked it, yeah. all year, if mm-hmm. they get it. They've worked hard for that home file and they deserve it. Look at it this way too, Ray. Look at the Cowboys. They are so hard to beat up there. Mm. So if they can clinch top two. Beat Penrith next week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a depleted Penrith, we mm. think, through um, players either rested or injured, that would put them a home final up in Townsville. Very, very difficult to beat. They win that. Then, then you're only one week, uh, yeah. one week or one game from the decider. So exactly. So it's a, a big game for the Cowboys.
5: Dino, your thoughts on this? This is Gary from Dremoyne. Really good point, Ray Bulldog. Can something be done to stop players moving off the mark after the tackle is complete? This has been going on all season, but was rampant in Friday night's Storm Roosters clash while most teams are doing it, the Storm, who can rot anyone, <laughs> Gary says, have turned it into an art form. The chief offender is Brandon Smith, closely followed by Sofa, Solomona and Munster. It allows Grant to dart from dummy half while the marker is being pushed backwards. Not long ago, it was appalling you to do this. And I noticed it last night too, players stepping over the mark to play the ball, Dean. Have you noticed that creeping yeah, into the game? Yeah, it's been
6: creeping in the game probably for a year or two now. Right, Look, he, Gary's right. The referee should blow his whistle, call time off, Mm. and march them back. But they're thinking, a metre, let's just get on with the game. We don't want Rugby League becoming Rugby Union. So rather than stoppage, 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 they tend to turn a blind eye. But it's spot on. It does give the dummy half... Um, some clear momentum mm. in and around the ruck to duck in behind. A player like
5: Harry Grant doesn't need any doesn't need a the
6: door half open, if They does, get in behind the ruck through. there and mm. they cause enormous damage. So look, he's a hundred percent right. Another text here to Ray uh, mm. Rod from Foster. Mm. Do you think Matt Lodge could be a bolter for the World Cup? Not sure about that, Rod, but gee, he's been amazing. He and Jar- have made huge
5: differences here. Yeah. A couple of old yeah.
6: school hardheads. Mm. It's kinda nice to have the old hardhead props back in the game, there's still it a is. place for them. But dear yeah, I just think Aurier Hargreaves and Lodge, they are turning back the clock in terms of style and certainly on the field, they are fearsome at the moment.
5: A couple of quick ones here. Sid said, what about the cheap shot by Nelson Asafa solomona And also Matt from Queensland has said, how does Munster get away from not being side for the elbow and Walker? There was a couple of instances in that game which was pushing the envelope, Dino.
6: Yeah, the Munster one caused a lot of uh, drama mm. on social media. They had a look at it, though, the match review committee. Mm. and they said he had no case to answer. Same with uh, 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 Nelson Asofa solomona He was charged, Ray, to be fair. Um, if he's found guilty, he gets a couple of weeks. If he pleads mm. guilty early, he will be fined. So clearly he will take the fine. Yep. Now, Ray, I want to tell you <clears throat> a story about Wayne Bennett during the week. He mm-hmm. came out <clears throat> excuse me, and said he wanted to have a chat to Latrell Mitchell. Wayne correctly said... He can't speak to Luttrell until after November 1. So, factually, Wayne is correct. He mm-hmm. can't because Luttrell's under contract for next year. What I was disappointed in and what South Sydney were disappointed in was why Wayne would want to come out and say he wants Luttrell right now, a week or two before the finals. It was destabilising. a big game for,
5: for South correct. and Cowboys. It, it was
6: unsettling for Luttrell. It was unsettling for the Rabbitohs. Mm-hmm. Wayne Bennett's a former South coach. And I think South quite rightly had every right to be mm. disappointed that the one timing. of their own, yeah, the mm-hmm. Wayne's not coaching his side at the moment, he's waiting next year. The last team he coached was South Sydney. Mm. So for him to come out and say he wants South Sydney's biggest name on the eve of the finals, I thought was poor form.
5: Latrell's contracted for next year, 2023, for
6: South? Okay. He can be... Approached formally from yep. November one, okay. those are the rules, so Wayne did say that, so Wayne 's not doing anything wrong.
5: Do you know how that came about was it was it Bennett coming out with it, or was it a question posed by Jim do you know. know what the story is I there? don't know he was Timing's quoted, terrible
6: he was quoted yeah. I just thought that Wayne could have waited a couple of weeks till South Sydney were out of the competition and go from there yeah.
5: another one Dino up uh, manly. Uh, they just they want the season to end, don't they? For Canberra, terrific forty-eight-six now puts them into the eight with Brisbane dropping out after their huge loss to Parramatta. What do you make of Manly? What what, what do you make of Des Hasler? Like?
6: It's an interesting one, right? Mm. Des had to finish top six this year to trigger a contract for two thousand twenty-four. That clearly mm-hmm. isn't happening. So Des is under contract for next year. The question I have though for the Manly hierarchy is when do they make a decision on Des? You don't want this festering throughout the entire year. Mm. And if you say, Ray, okay, we'll make a decision after six, eight or ten weeks next year, I think that's incredibly unfair to judge a coach of Des Hasler's status and success on six, eight or ten rounds. I don't think that's fair. Mm. So whether they make a decision now and whether he goes to 24 or not is up to Manly. But this can't be allowed to fester. It's not fair. And I think to judge Dez on eight rounds next year, whether he gets an extension, would be poor form mm. yet again.
5: One more on rugby league. We'll move on, Dennis. Quick, Michelle from Dubbo's asked Ben Hunt, what, what is the situation with Ben Hunt at the Dragons? What is the situation with his contract talks there and with other clubs? Because Michelle quite rightly points out, whoever get, picks up Ben Hunt gets a top class seven or nine.
6: He wants to stay, and he wants to play under Anthony Griffin. Okay, They're very tight, and if Griffin stays... Uh, Hunt will stay. Uh, They have lowballed early on the Dragons. That's part of the negotiations. That's what you do in rugby league, right? It's a bit of toing and froing. The Gold Coast were interested. I think they've gone and got Sam Verrills now. So now there's a bit of discussion around the Bulldogs. And I think they are having internal chats at the moment to see whether they can muster up enough money. How's the dog's
5: salary cap looking?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Enough money to have a crack at Ben Hunt. So it's a watch this space with the Bulldogs. Mm. But uh, certainly anyone that picks up Ben Hunt would be flying. He's had a great year. Now, Ray, the up and coming stakes yesterday. Oh, yes. I didn't see all the races because I was out and about. Tibu, salutes. Yeah.
5: yeah, he was very, very good, and he's an unusual horse to watch race dinner because he has what they call a high head carriage. He has his head up in the air. He's look, he's looking at the sky all the time. But when he, when he gets into his rhythm, he gets the horses chasing him off the bed. He loves to lead and dominate, which he did yesterday. And his rivals were were, were under pressure a long way out. He's won by a considerable margin um, from a nice horse who ran second called Golden Mile, beaten just over two lengths. He was about three lengths to the third horse. He was dominant. He was very, very impressive. Probably goes to the Ming Dynasty. We'll talk to Adrian Bot shortly and then onto the Golden Rose. Their long term plan with him is the spring champion stakes.
6: San Domenico Stakes, uh, a boil over. Yeah. Sweet
5: ride. Yeah, Chad Schofield rode Annabelle Nisham train. Annabelle had the first and third place getter. Sweet ride was, well, to be fair, it was too good as well. A lovely Chad Schofield ride and dominated the race. Natuno loved his run finishing second. Swiss Exile was Annabelle's other horse, ran a really good third outside leader, held on, did well. A couple of reputations were dented, best of Bordeaux pass mark, but he'll have to lift next start. Whether he's better ridden more aggressively or to use his natural speed, I'm not sure. He was three wide, but with cover yesterday. His last 100 was his best, and he started to sort of work back into the race like he got his second win, but certainly it's a question mark there. Spacewalk again ducked in a little bit under pressure, which he's done successive runs here. He ran fourth uh, when he puts it together, he'll win a good race.
6: Snap Dancer took out the Memsey.
5: Yeah, and now there's talk of the Everest, and why not? She's a tough mare. She races on speed. She's proven at Group 1 level. Uh, she was terrific yesterday. I'm thunderstruck. Amazing run to finish second. Cascade in. He's an old marvel for Godolphin. Flashing home to run third. But Snap Dancer now, um, we've still got seven slots. If you include Classic Legend, it means six have been taken up for the Everest. We'll know about Classic Legend later this week when he trials. Um, but Snapdance, so I dare say, is right at the top of the list for a lot of those ever holders still searching for a sprinter.
6: Now, a bit of good news for you and I during the week. Fire away, Our my friend. favourite racetrack, Tun Curry Foster. Oh, yes. Racing New South Wales has given uh, the Tun Curry Foster Jockey Club. Uh, one of the country qualifiers mm. in February next year. We are both ambassadors up there.
5: We're going to get there, Dino?
6: I hope it's so. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. That would be the only potential
5: issue. But you've Gary, got, you've got some pull in this joint. Can we do the go on the road and do the Let's show do up there? an outside broadcast. Can you... I'll leave you to pull the strings in, my friend. Well, to
6: Gary and Marg McQuillan <laughs> up there, all the committee, they're fantastic people up there at Foster Tun Curry. Ray, you and I have got a soft spot for them. Mm. Uh, uh, Gary Chalmers, all the mob up there. Congratulations to all those that claimed.
5: Um, beautiful racetrack. Regional it? and country, all the volunteers, yeah. it's, it's its wonderful for racing. It's a credit to them and congratulations. Dino, AFL, they've got that weekend off this week and the players have um, want that weekend off pre to the final. So next Thursday, Brisbane take on Richmond. Friday night, Melbourne take on Sydney at the MCG. Saturday afternoon, Geelong versus Collingwood. Dagger to my heart last Sunday, Dino. I thought of you. Carlton. I thought of you. Fremantle Bulldogs is Saturday night. Fancy Carlton, they beat Richmond in round one, have been in the eight all year, and they were in front until the last minute, and they drop out of the eight with that goal by Elliot. I don't take a
6: close eye on the percentages, but did I see they
5: missed out by naught point seven percent? Yeah, it was it's just heartbreaking. Well, what do I, you
6: think of the week off before the finals? I,
5: I think it's bizarre because I just I think really it, it do. stops momentum. Yep. Everyone's
6: excited about going into the finals, and boom, uh, it's there's a no game. Bizarre games.
5: thing, and it, it, the players' association got a lot of pull down there, and they. Negotiated this with the AFL, and you know, there are pros and cons with everything in life, but I, I'm with you. I just think it gives the NRL a free hit, and they had a free hit this weekend. 25,000 on Friday night. Correct, yeah. Also, having a free hit was the Wallabies. How good were they in Adelaide? They've beaten the world champs South Africa 25 17. That is a huge win. Uh, well done to the Australians, and you've you, Predicted this twelve months ago, the All Blacks. They've been beaten again, this time in Christchurch, by Argentina, 25-18.
6: Could you imagine the post mortems going on over there? Ian foster a, a nation in mourning. Just... I say Ian Foster's held his job until the World Cup, <laughs> but gee things change very quickly. To lose to home at home oh. to Argentina, who are a good side road, but they're hardly a world powerhouse in rugby. What's that? Right in to All the Blacks? guts. Yeah.
5: ...of their heartland, Christchurch. What's happened to the All Blacks here? Dino, just finally, we we're running out of time here in our first segment, our talk topic. Now a little bit convoluted, I'll try and be really quick with this, but Tanya and I are watching the final episode of of Drive to Survive on Netflix for 2021. If you remember last year, Dina, there was that big controversy in that last round at Abu Dhabi when Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen went into that round level on points and they were driving for the championship effectively, and the Australian was the so-called steward, the chief steward type thing in in motor racing, um, the race director, a guy called Michael Massey. Now, he made the call, it's a convoluted call, to restart the the race with one lap to go and effectively gave Verstappen an opportunity to pass Hamilton, which he did and won. Subsequent... Um, uh, in, inquiries or investigation that found that Massey made the wrong call. But when we were watching the Netflix series, it's remarkable, down. Like, you and I are sitting here. We're through the race. They're halfway through the race. Massey makes a call. Immediately on the phone goes Toto Wolf, who's a boss of Mercedes, saying, ''You've dudded my man Lewis. What are you doing? You've got to change that call.'' Makes another call um, immediately on the phone is Christian Horner, who's a boss of Red Bull, saying you've dated my man Max. These this is happening as the race is going on. They're getting direct access to the, to the guys of essentially making the calls on how the race will unfold. And I thought we got to thinking it'd be the worst job in sport, wouldn't it? Because he's absolutely how many got Pressure. Death, death threats around the world, Michael Mass. He lost his gig. Hence the talk topic: worst jobs in sport. Can you think of one?
6: Worst jobs in sport. Wow. Well, I reckon being an NRL referee be right up there. And what about? And I know they're good people there, Ray, and yeah. you probably know these people. Mm. Having to clean out the stables at
5: Randwick. A lot of trainers do it, do they?
6: Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure that'd be my job, particularly on a Sunday morning. Got <laughs> a couple of beers <laughs> yeah. on the Saturday. <laughs> You're hard man. Yeah, that'd no, be mine. Cleaning hard, out man. the stables and being oh, really? an NRL ref.
5: NRL ref, I reckon be a tennis umpire. They just coddle all, all the time, don't they?
6: What about a curator trying to get a green top in India? Oh. <laughs> That could be a it's hardest job in sport.
5: That's our talk topic today, worst jobs in sport. The open line is 13 53 53 SMS 0419 767 272. You're listening to Dino and Ray on our excess. special for Big Sports Breakfast Weekend.
8: Mum. It's Father's Day soon.
9: Give us your best dad joke, Lionel. Really? No.
8: You'll find brilliant gift ideas for dads at Bingley, like wireless headphones, Bluetooth speakers, smartphones, Nespresso coffee machines,
9: smartwatches. And
8: remember, what dads want most is a simple phone call.
9: Okay, everyone call, Lionel. No! It was a dad joke. Might be your kids. You think? Nah.
8: Bingley, better living every day. Heads
2: up punters, the Sticky and Smokey crew are at it again. But this time, it's all about the supercars big one. Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the chance to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000 with full weekend hospitality packages, grid walk, track lap and accommodation included. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au and register your details. And make sure you keep an eye out for Sticky and Smoky in your local IGA. Supercars never it tasted so good.
10: G'day, it's Sean Garlick here from Garlows Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother Nathan and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and filling which is just bursting with flavour. You can find us in Coles and Woolworths, but only in the chilled meals section. If you can't see us, grab the manager and say, where are the garlo's Pies? Because at Garlo's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat.
0: Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in two million dollars in prize money. To enter, buy a five-dollar Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. tickets on sale now.
11: Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thekosciuszko.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales Permit Number GOCSC1051. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's at one 858, 858.
4: Like it does, it's every heart. Shine like it does. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the big sports breakfast weekend. You will find
6: great song, Oh, I great love it. Not always my favourite as a kid, but in excess, and right there. As I've grown older, Ray, I've appreciated (laughs) (laughs) excess more and more. They were fabulous. Andrew Farris, what a songwriter he was, along with Michael.
5: Up there with that's my second favourite behind Listen Like Thieves. I've got a bit of a,
6: I'm not a romantic, Ray, you know that. Mm. Never tear us apart. That has to be up there as some of the You're most giving yourself up on like, Well, I'm not really a romantic, <laughs> but that would be one of the most beautiful songs it I is. think I've ever heard.
5: What about the fi- that's was that in Prague Prague and the Misty the Film Clip was the amazing. Film clip, too, yeah. yeah, it looked like it was about minus ten. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, oh, they had some great songs. And we'll play a few more through the next couple of hours before we talk to Gary Beers, who's an NRL tragic manly fan. And we'll talk to him just after nine AM, Dino. You
6: know? Oh sorry, I'm just <laughs> laughing at a couple of Worst Job in sport, for our talk topic, good morning, boys. Worst job in sport: West Tigers coach. And this is from Simon. Thank you, Simon, for this one. Worst job: John Hopperwarty's manicurist. Thank you very much, John. <laughs> That's pretty. This good. is why we
5: open up for people like you. <laughs> and for Peach at Baby Desert, the worst job in sport: the receptionist the referees' <laughs> office at the NRL. She must be on, a Monday. <laughs> on
6: Monday morning.
5: That's very good. And also, um, Mitchell from Fairlight, worst job in sport. This is true. The show and nine cameraman watching players b- blow their nose on the field, which isn't a great Every look Every drop
6: at it pans, they just seem to blow oh, no, their nose it's great spit. timing. Mm.
5: <laughs> it's unbelievable timing. Hey, Dino, race replay time. We'll plough through these because there was some really impressive performances yesterday. One of the most impressive was in
3: race three. He's got a great name for a horse, Born a King. Born a King at the 350. Just cruised up to take the lead, two and a half lengths clear from First Light. Ilafare can't go on, but Born a King's full of running here for Dylan Gibbons. And the further they go, the further Born a King pulls away. And this is his third Rosehill win today. Born a King by four lengths to First Light. Third photo there, the fast finishing Oz Legend and Corn.
5: Yeah, he was very, very good, and he's got a big future, this horse. I think he's one to follow, born a king, heading towards the staying races. On then to race eight, the first of the features, the up-and-coming stakes. Caboo jumped straight to the front. He was just too good.
3: Ringmaster back to the inside and then came Charlatan. It's Caboo at the 250. Three lengths clear from Basquier. Then came Golden Mile and further back to Charlatan. But Caboo's well clear inside the last 100 metres and Caboo's going to win the up and coming stakes by a big margin. Golden Mile second Basquier third followed by Ringmaster. Then came Lethal Thoughts from Charlotte.
5: Yeah given he was so dominant he couldn't make excuses for those behind him but I thought Golden Mile was excellent chasing home Caboo. Basquier. was was good first up. Didn't mind the run of ringmaster either, Dino, and Charlton had excuses. So I think the format of that race will hold up, as I think it will with the San Domenico. Sweet ride. That was just that by Chad Schofield.
3: Sweet Ride and Swiss Exile. Spacewalk went to lay in again. And Natuno's getting the gap. It's Sweet Ride just in front. Sweet Ride from Swiss Exile. Then came NeTuno and Spacewalk. And Sweet Ride causes an upset in the San Domenico. Won it by two lengths to Natuno and Swiss Exile. Followed by Best of Bordeaux. No luck in the run. Followed by Promito hitting the line well together with... Yeah, not... Again, a dominant
5: winner. So it's hard to make excuses for those who finished behind Sweet Ride, who was very good for Annabelle Nietzsche. But Natuno, I thought, was an eye-catcher. Swiss Exile, outside leader throughout, held on, run a good third. Spacewalk did a few things wrong. Best of Bordeaux, pass Mark, want to see him improve next start. Horse, who was just going from strength to strength, we keep highlighting her because she keeps winning by margins. Shades of Rose.
3: Tri-State going well at the 300 metres by a length. Now Shades of Rose encouraged to close off. McDonald gave her the cue and quickly the favourite Shades of Rose stormed to the lead and kicked away from Tri-State. Then came Maltai late on the scene and Catesby the outside, but here's three in a row for Shades of Rose. Did it easily. Maltai, best of the rest second. Tri-State very tight.
5: Ah, she's a good mare, Dino, and she is just flying at the moment, shades of rose. Probably goes to Scirocco Stakes in a couple of weeks. She is ready for stakes racing. Group 1 Racing returned to Melbourne yesterday at Caulfield. Snap Dancer, she puts herself into the Everest Conversation.
2: Snap Dancer went for home though 200 metres to go, two and a half lengths in front of Western Empire call sign Mav, I'm Thunderstruck and Dragon Leap, but Snap Dancer 100 metres to go, still clear, I'm Thunderstruck, wearing it down, Snap Dancer needs the line, but won it! Snap Dancer and neck, I'm Thunderstruck Cascadian, for fourth a photo Western Empire or Dragon Leap then came Alligator
5: Blood... Yeah, she's a good mare, Snap Dancer, proven at Group 1 level, got the job done and the Memzy over fourteen hundred. I think she's even better. sued at twelve hundred. So no wonder connections are now seeking an Everest slot. I'm thunderstruck. Was super running second. He's come back in great order. Cascadian did what Cascadian does. A great run, finishing third. Dino,
6: right? There's some very funny. Read a few out. Text coming in on our talk topic. Worst job in sport. Hunter Tiger says worst job would have to be Nick Curious's. Media manager. That's very true. No no name on this one. Morning boys And tenure. Worst job in sport. Whoever has to transcribe Des Hasler's post-match presser. That's generally me. That's you, Dino, isn't it?
5: That's that's a terrible one.
6: Fitzy says, thanks, Fitzy, for this. Morning boys. Worst job in sport. Have to be the urine collector for drug (laughs) testing. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad, I've got to be honest there, oh, but dear. a lot more keep them coming, and they're very, very funny. We have some very funny listeners out there, right? <laughs> we
5: we do. John's on the line wants to have his say in the talk topic. John, good morning. Good morning,
12: gentlemen. I love your show. Thank you, John. While I've been waiting to be put through, I was just thinking, Graham, honestly, hasn't got a very oh, good job. But yeah.
6: <laughs> every Monday morning, it was shocker. <laughs>
12: that wasn't my, my contribution. Was going to be along the lines of the um, sporting cliche. Batting after Bradman, the oh. pressure on someone batting after Bradman. Now I'm going down the path of two coach or two coaches who are legends in their respective sports, Sir Alex Ferguson and Wayne Bennett.
5: In in yeah. regards to John, sorry.
12: Okay, the yeah. pressure on the coaches who have subsequently been appointed to those to the roles at those clubs.
5: Oh, it, following on from him, yeah. No, it yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't be easy, yeah. Like falling on from Bradman, yeah. <laughs>
12: they're always going to be comp- – so I'm a bit vague this morning. No, it's
5: okay, John. No, we're, we're probably a bit vague. I know where you're coming from. Yeah, you're right. yesterday, John. No, no, probably
12: us, Dino. And that's the pressure. Now I wake up vague and it gets worse.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world, John.
12: It is before you reach my age. Uh, but they – and these coaches take these roles. And I think David um, David Moyes didn't last long at uh, Man U.
5: Yes, yeah, no. He was uh, under pressure from the start, wasn't he? Know, following the great man Alex Ferguson.
12: I had a bit of a um, a, a, a boom period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look at the Broncos coaches
6: after Bennett. What's happened to them? Yeah, no, it's a yeah, poison chalice,
5: crazy. isn't it? Poison chalice. You're yeah, spot on, Good John. call, it's John. I know exactly where you're coming from A isn't it, Ray? Hey, Ray, yeah. I love
6: this one too. Mm-hmm. Steve from Rudy Hill. Worst job in sport? doing the questions for the Big Sports Breakfast Quiz. They're always wrong. <laughs> Best in Excess songs, Don't Change, Original Sin, New Sensation, mm.
5: and Burn for You. There's so many good songs. Speaking of the quiz, we'll go to a break quick, but speaking of the quiz, Dean, of course, Tanya is playing for you this Correct. week. Correct. Score, according to Wayne, is 23-10. So so we've we'll, got to spice things we'll up. Spi- another the five. It's landslide. Five points again. Five. And, a, and a bonus point. And a bonus point for get all three. And I
6: have done the questions this week, Ray, for you, you have... and for Tanya. When do
5: I get to see these questions? No, you don't questions. get
6: to see them. No, 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 sorry.
5: I smell a rod already. Well, all we're going to do, five points and a bonus to get all three? Absolutely, yes. Okay, well, we'll
6: call so for The questions a... will be well balanced and they'll be of even <laughs> status imagine. for both of you. Okay. All right? Already, I'm not going uh, to make the questions harder for you. I'm than Tanya. already
5: that would be, concerned. That would be immoral. Mm, I wonder Well anyway We'll get to the, the quiz In the next half hour But listen to Big Sports Breakfast Weekend With Dino and Ray Mum It's Father's Day soon
9: Give us your best dad joke Lionel Really? No
8: You'll find brilliant gift ideas For dads at Bing Lee Like wireless headphones Bluetooth speakers
9: smartphones,
8: Nespresso coffee machines
9: Smart watches And
8: remember What dads want most Is a simple phone call
9: Okay Everyone call Lionel No It was a dad joke Might be your kids. You think? Nah.
8: Bingley. Better living every day.
11: Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne
1: cheval grand cheval grand goes on and wins the japan cup
11: the only place to catch
4: the very best equine superstars from around the globe first time every time is right here live and exclusive across the sky racing network
13: Thinking about your next build or renovation? WideLine Windows and Doors has all the planning tools at your fingertips. Their website is full of inspirational ideas to make your project a success. Advice and tips to get you started. Even a colour selector and window planning tool. Plus, free online quotes are returned in 48 business hours. Just upload your plans or tell them what you need. Easy. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at the WideLine Windows and Doors website. www.wideline.com.au If you've been in a car accident and it's not your fault, you've got rights.
7: I didn't know that.
13: Yes, you have a legal right to a car similar to the one you were driving. Just call Right to Drive right where you are. They'll arrange an accident loan car to be delivered to your door. It'll keep you on the road until your car's ready to be picked up from the repairers. And it's at no cost to you. I didn't know that either. So, if you've had an accident with another car that's not your fault, remember, righttodrive.com.au. Conditions apply. Ray, it's
6: on again. Mm-hmm. The renowned Big Sports Breakfast Grand Final Lunch. The entire BSB team are heading to the Grand Pavilion at Rose Hill Racecourse on Wednesday, September 28th, where the midweek Rose Hill races will be in full swing. Don't miss an afternoon of big laughs, good food and even better company as you mingle with NRL and Racing Royalty. And, of course... Have Sky Racing's analysts doing their best to help you, <clears throat> excuse me, with a winner or two on the Rose Hill Card, plus preview Saturday's Group 1 TAB Epsom Day. Get your tickets now at the Australian Turf I need tonight, cause
7: I'm
4: not sleeping. There's something about you, girl, that makes me swear This is the big Sports Breakfast Weekend.
5: Dino, you're breaking think out of- the song. Can't think okay. at all. There's so many classics, and we'll play a lot more through the next couple of hours before we talk to Gary Beers, the NXS bass guitarist, live from L.A., and he's a legend in the music world, but he's also an NRL tragic. So looking forward to that chat with him. Looking forward to a chat with our next guest because it's quite timely we have Adrian Bott on the line. Not only has Caboo been so impressive in the up-and-coming stakes yesterday, overnight in England, who Yamal, who Gay and Adrian have purchased for the Melbourne Cup this year, won a Group 3 race as part of his Melbourne Cup preparation. Adrian's on the line. Adrian, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, Congratulations first with Kabu and Hu Yamal overnight, Adrian.
14: Yeah, thank you. No, lovely to um, score both wins. Both, both both, very impressive. So it's a nice, nice target in store in for both of them.
5: Exactly. Well, just firstly on Hu Yamal, um, will he have another run before he comes out to Australia? What, what are the plans going towards the Cup?
14: Yep. So um, at this stage, we're going to run in the uh, English St. Ledger. Uh, I think that's in about a, a fortnight's time. Um, so that was sort of a, a perfect trial for that. Um, yeah, it wasn't an overly sort of taxing run, but it was his first first attempt at that at that trip, uh, a mile and six furlongs. Uh, I thought he ran it out well. While it wasn't overly sort of strong tempo, he he was um, he was he was good late, so that should set him up for. For hopefully a strong run in the in the Edgar, and that will be uh, that'll be the final run before coming to Australia.
5: Yeah, won comfortably by two and a half lengths. Of course, he's the English Derby runner-up as well, so he's a very promising stayer heading towards the Melbourne Spring. You've got a very promising three-year-old in your backyard at the moment, Adrian. G kaboo was good yesterday in the Up and Coming. Yeah,
14: just sort of getting him back out and trip was probably the probably the key that that, that tempo of the eleven hundred just sort of had him sort of strung out a bit for. Uh, you know, for the entire sort of race,
7: but
14: mm. uh, once he was sort of able to, yeah, you know, he's got good a good cruising speed himself, and, and we're able to see that yesterday, and he's able just to sustain that, and um, yeah, very very strong late. And I think think can be effective just like that, uh, you know, even going up, going up a bit further.
5: Yeah, exactly. What other plans going forward with Caboo now?
14: Uh, We'd love to obviously sort try and target the the, the, the Golden Rose is sort of is immediate sort of main main target. Um, so most likely a, a run through the Ming Dynasty uh, to, to get him there, probably uh, favour going up in trip rather than sort of going back in trip to say to a, a, a run to the Rose. But, um, yeah, he just, just just sort of helped ease in that little bit more before the before the big group one mm. in a high-pressure race. Um, obviously, he's sort of doing a, a few small things wrong that can be, can be improved with racing, but it's important. Um, he, he's able to sort of fix those before getting to getting to the big target.
6: Adrian, what did you make of alligator blood in the Mimsy stakes?
14: Oh, that was a good run. Um, sort of, it was always going to be a little bit of a tricky draw for us there. If he didn't sort of quite have the tactical speed and, and that was the case there yesterday. Um, he, he, he sort of, um, just got a bit held up at a a vital time in, in the race, wanted to sort of build a bit of momentum and get rolling into the race. And, um, it was a bit hard for him. So Mm I thought he worked down well, stuck on, stuck on nicely. Um, it's a, it was a nice first up run for him And I think he'll continue to improve um, Going up in up in trips So we'll test him at a mile there next start And hopefully see a uh, yeah He might be able to be a bit more forward in, in, in running And um, hopefully see him bounce back
5: and, and next Saturday, Adrian I spoke to you late last week about this um, The Chelmsford Stakes mean the first Saturday Of the Spring Carnival Officially and you've got a terrific team Entered for Ranwick, Particularly Converge how, how is he coming up?
14: Yeah, Converge is excellent. Um, he's, uh, he, he trialed up well on, on, on two occasions. Um, sort of tried to have him nice and forward, being sort of a 1,400-metre race first up for him. Um, obviously sort of carry a bit of, bit of weight with the with the penalties there, but um, it, it, it's a nice race to kick off his campaign mm. and, and, and expect to sort of just be a nice competitive run as, as he does first up, but also expecting good improvement through, throughout, you know, being sort of mindful couple of his sort of main targets are just a bit further down the road.
5: Yeah, lovely horse. Adrian, before I let you go, Tiger Marty, one of our listeners, has just chimed in with an SMS. Can you ask Adrian what the prize money would be for a, a Group 3 win by who you mail overnight in England? Any idea at all, Adrian? <laughs> not
14: yeah. off the top of my head. I have to go have a look. Uh, it wouldn't be a lot, would it? No. Uh, no. Yeah. Not, not a great deal. Um, yeah. and, and look, I, I guess, you know, even with an expensive purchase there, he, he hasn't remained in, in England for, for the prize money at all. That sort mm. of has been, you know... Um, yeah, sort of uh, a little bit ir- irrelevant when we're sort of looking at the main target of the Melbourne Cup this year, um, just with the quarantine um, restrictions and the way of sort of keeping them work. Uh, it's more of a, um, yeah, just a preparation that'll help allow them to sort of stay in those uh, that environment, facilities, the train over there, arrive over here in um, November, fit and ready, you know, in, in, in the best possible manner to try and pick off the, the, the big prize then, and that's when we can make up for that yeah, exactly. for, uh, poor prize money.
6: Okay. Now, Adrian... We've got a bit of an in-excess flavour to our show. We've got, as our special guest, Gary Gary Beers, who's the bass player, but also a mad rugby league tragic. Tell me you're an in-excess fan. Come on.
14: Uh, look, I'd be a, a fan. I can't say I'm a, a, a tragic with with any sort of... Form of music or, or, or anything like that. Man's, I'm, too, I'm busy, Dina. Man's <laughs> too busy. Man's too busy, yeah.
6: I want him to sort of belt
5: out a, one or two songs for us. Don't worry, Adrian, because Dino's been well, doing it all morning. hopefully
14: we can
5: find some time for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adrian, congratulations yesterday and overnight too with Kabo firstly at Rose Hill and Who You winning in England. Sets up for a big spring and best luck to you and Gay going forward.
14: Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate it.
5: There's Adrian Bott, um, co-trainer at Tullock Lodge. And Kaboo was really good yesterday. Huya winning also overnight in England, Dina, you know, on the Melbourne Cup path.
6: Couple of cracking texts, right? Yeah. Talk mm-hmm. topic, worst jobs in sport. Tiger Marty, who texted in previously as well, worst job in sport would be Tom Dearden's physio. Of course, (laughs) Tom Dearden has a ruptured testicle at the moment. So, yes, that would be true. Manly man, Al, worst job in sport being Ricky Stewart's well-being guru. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a bad (laughs) one. can't win that one. Uh, Rob from Goulburn, I like this one. Hey, boys, what about cleaning the glass in Craig Bellamy's (laughs) coaching box? I think that's fantastic.
5: And he's and also gone on too. It's a good one.
6: Oh, yeah. And the administrator, yeah, at the Russian Olympic <laughs> doping schedule. It's That's a no-win no job.
5: job. You can't win that one. Milkman
6: Yas says, hey, guys, upcoming cricket season. Fielding in the stinking hot Australian sun, mm. fine leg duties down the third man. Oh, and you run from one to closing the yeah. Chasing the ball and then fill When you gotta go to fine league to
5: fine league. You know you used to always um uh, hide your worst fieldsman at fine league. Yeah. You have to go oh. back
6: and forth. Nelly from Noosa too. Worst job coaching the Gold Coast Titans, <laughs> the Chargers, the Seagulls and the Giants. <laughs>
5: Can't win either. Our next guest, what, what do you think is Richie might think is, is in worst. excess. Oh in excess? Oh, yeah. I reckon, I, reckon he's... I reckon he have one.
6: Oh, he'd be a rock and roller, Rich. Let's ask him, Rich? I reckon he, he might even do a little sort of in front of the mirror when he's brushing his teeth.
5: You reckon? Yeah, just a little dance and maybe Richie, a couple is of things, Dino giving you up there. Good morning, Rich.
15: Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Bulldog. Look, I, I'll be honest. They didn't play too many NXS songs on 2KY. There wasn't really much of a profile of NXS. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in well, we're breaking the mould today, Rich. I know, but, mate, listen, i have always a fan of um, Mr. Fi or, you know, Never tear us apart. New sensation. Every day. That's the only band I listened to was In Excess.
5: Peaky Pete said, Mystify Me reminds him of Dino. See that really? SMS earlier?
6: Not sure whether that's a bit, whether it's nice or creepy. Hey, Here we no, go, Rich. Another great one, Rich.
5: Of course, this is a sports show. We could live.
6: Rich, give us a couple of bars. Come on, sing. I'll
15: have chocolate yeah. bars if you haven't bars. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Hey, Rich, well, hopefully you got a chance to celebrate last night. We'll, we'll get to Waterford in a second, but um, Kibou I thought, was really good in the up-and-coming stakes, and Sweet Ride was quite dominant in the San Domenico. How do you think those three, two three-year-olds will stack up going deeper into the spring?
15: Yeah, well, we, all, we keep saying every year, don't we, rate two-year-old forms not three-year-old form. Um, there was a huge rap on Conqueror going into yesterday. He'll live to fight another day, a late scratching. We mm. you know John O'Shea's Galloper, um, finished up with, uh, uh, a mouthful of something. Yeah. Uh, didn't it? Uh, Zuccarino. But yeah, look, I thought, um, Sweet Ride was very good. Spacewalk seems to dash for 50 meters and then want to hang in. Best of Bordeaux, I thought, was disappointing. Um, Caboo was dominant. Yeah, He was dominant. He jumped, he runs, he's versatile. He got up to a distance he liked yesterday and I just thought he was uh, he was terrific. He was probably the three-year-old to follow out of uh, either the up-and-coming or the San Domenico stakes yesterday.
6: Rich, did you have the best galloper running at Rose Hill yesterday in Waterford?
15: Look, he was impressive, there's no doubt. He's only a, he's only a half a baby. I know that Chris Waller's got a nice wrap on him and, and so are the owners. I couldn't believe that, that he came up so short coming out of the midweek maiden. But mm. he, look, he carried the the fifty-three and a half kilos. He got a lot of weight off the others. There's no doubt he's got a nice future. But uh, it was a benchmark seventy-eight. He had fifty-three and a half, and I think there are uh, a few of the questions are about the spring carnival. <laughs> I think the next question might be a seventy-eight again. Then it yeah. might be another an eighty-four long way to go from a 78 with 53 and a half but yeah. he's certainly got a good future
5: that's no doubt Bulldog. yeah good luck with him going forward rich and, and chris while I was at pains to point out he just wants to take him through the grades which is what chris does with most of his horses and similar to what Bjorn bake has done with shades of rose she's been a star through winter rich she is ready for stakes racing now a hundred
15: percent and that's exactly right you've got to not just build their ratings, build their confidence. The horse is mature, you know, Uh, benchmark 72 win, benchmark 78 win, benchmark 88 win. Now she's ready to go to that next level. She's got Mm. the maturity and she's done things right. The biggest thing yesterday, Ray, was with the leader, she was able to sit off the leader. She showed her maturity that she's improving. Tristate was able to lead Mm. and she relaxed before she'd want to do things 100 miles an hour. She was really impressive to win. I think was a margin, right? Yeah, four, four and a half, yeah. Yeah, and, and she was just so dominant. She's beginning well. She's doing things right. And that's that's more important. And I think she'll even be better come the, spring, uh, the autumn or the spring again next year.
5: Yeah, someone said, oh, she's been up a long time, which is true. That was a fifth start if you include that Rodeo exhibition at the start. But I put that to Bjorn late yesterday, and his reply was really telling. He said, if you look at her three wins, she hasn't been pressured at all she's won by such convincing margins and she's just bouncing through these races rich so she'll go to the Shirako next and who's to say she can't go deep into the spring
15: oh we've got uh, look the one thing i love about social media they're, they're the they're your social conscience uh, they're the best jockeys in the world they're the best trainers in the world they're the best football players in the world there's a lot of geniuses on social media <laughs> i don't know what we did without it before uh, just it impresses me every day social media um, maybe the best in excess bass players on the, uh, is on uh, social media as well. But, yeah, look, she's doing it easy. It's all about recovery. Yeah, she wakes up this morning, she'll be bouncing. Bjorn Baker will be saying, wow, she wouldn't have known she was there yesterday. Mm. I think we'll leave that to the experts.
5: Correct. Snap dancer. she was brave winning the Memsie at 1,400. I think everyone agrees she's better at 1,200, hence why the connection's now looking at an Everest slot. I'm Thunderstruck. Was I thought was enormous running second. And Cascadian, what an old marvel he is, Rich in the Memsie. Yeah,
15: Cascadian. He'd, he'd run on to the end of a grand annual, wouldn't <laughs> he? He just loves just charging the line. But he has come back good. He's mm. a credit to James Cummings. Look, Dancer, brilliant speed was good. The thing is, in a 1,200-meter race when he got Nature Strip and Eduardo, I've just got a feeling a lot of people with a slot might be thinking that might bring Snapdancer undone, but... You know why not dream? Why not throw mm. your name out there to have it to have a slot to try and grab a slot in the world's best sprint race? But yeah, I don't think anyone missed on Thunderstruck. He won the Golden Eagle last year, proving what a what a form line it is. The following year, all the best time the, the yeah. Golden Eagle and on uh, Thunderstruck, he was awesome. He get beat a half length, and he was going six to one the last hundred meters, wasn't he? He's yeah. a he's a nice horse trained by a couple of very good trainers, particularly Mick Price. Uh, the oldest statement. He knows what to do and uh, he's a horse to follow. There's no doubt out of the court film exactly.
5: meeting. Hey, Rich, you mentioned um, Nature Strip and Eduardo there. We're, we will see Eduardo next Saturday in the Concord Stakes. We'll also see Zaki in the tramway. We won't see, most unlikely, see Nature Strip. Chris Wallace said yesterday they might wait a couple of weeks. We won't see Animo in the Chelmsford. He might go to the George Main. But a couple of genuine superstars next Saturday, Rich, with Eduardo in the Concord and Zaki in the tramway.
15: Yeah, look. We, well, if he's, every time we talk about Nature Strip, we, the next horse that comes across uh, <laughs> yeah, is Eduardo, yeah. and um, so that's exciting to see him again. There's no doubt about that. So, really, really keen to see Eduardo. Um, we know how good a sprinter he is, but uh, yeah, Nature Strip he, he'll keep for he'll keep for another day. But I've been impressed. You know, I was I was starting to worry about Zaki in the last preparation, but. Um, he tried at Hawkesbury and mm. then the exhibition gallop, I think it was at Gosford, the other day yes. on yeah. Friday. So, And he's looked awesome, hasn't he? Mm. He's looked awesome. Um, I think even the tab slot holder um, lost and running in the Everest. I thought he tried particularly well the other day. So, you now we're building again. Mm. Um, actually, I was asked a question the other day at a, at a charity day I did. Uh, is the Everest just too much money and all that? I said, mate, you think back before the Everest, what did everyone talk about in Sydney? Before in the spring carnival, Cox we plate didn't
5: and really, did yeah. and cups. A, that was
15: it. Yeah. It's a great talking point. Mm. Everyone's talking about the Everest. If you like to believe it or not, they are, and uh, I can't wait for it.
5: Yeah, exactly. Hey, Rich, congratulations with Waterford yesterday. Appreciate your thoughts as always on a Sunday morning. We'll talk next week. See, hey, Rich.
15: See you, I'm sure. I got to say. Um, the highlight for me yesterday, Ray, yeah. um, was to see Robert and Luke Price have a winner yeah. in town. Good point. Have a couple yeah. of winners. It's been a tough week losing their best horse count to Rupi. Um Just want to say, mate, everyone was thinking of them. I couldn't have been more excited to see him have a few winners yesterday.
5: Well said, Rich, and that was good thoughts. Of course, count to Rupi that... Uh, tragic incident at Kembla Grange uh, track work on Wednesday morning really sad news thanks so much Rich we'll talk next week here's Tanya in studio
16: with the scratchings good morning Tanya. morning all yes racing in New South Wales today is at Wyong and Dubbo and we have Sunshine Coast in Queensland starting with Wyong the weather is fine the track is a soft five the rail is out three metres the entire course and there are 25 scratchings out of race one take number one chairman and seven eagle nest one and seven race two number seven Dante queen 10 solarosa emergencies 13 and 16 7 10 13 and 16 race three number two Seabrings rose and three dream maiden two and three out of race four number one sir crackle nine omarosa 12 mad darcy and the emergency 13 1 9 12 and 13 from race 5 number 3 careering away and 7 dragon dream 3 and 7 race 6 number 5 sandstock 6 global encounter 7 danzetti and 10 oakfield tepi 5 6 7 and 10 race 7 number 1 a magic zariz Five, Van Dangle and eight, Zalago, one, five and eight. And out of race eight, number two, Reach for Gold, six, Native Rock, eight, Lunar Rocks in the emergency, 13, two, six, eight and 13 from race eight at Wyong. Dubbo, the weather is overcast. The track is soft six. The rail out six metres from the 900 to the 400 to the remainder and 35 scratchings. Out of race one, take two, Milka, four, Buff in Disguise and seven, Mr Luke two four seven race two number two big time charlie three father's day four felix perron seven my rock singer and nine denty queen two three four seven nine race three number one deal with me two i want one and six milker one two and six from race four number one so good so cool number one race five number two i'll zoom you 3, Kamikaze Kid, 8, Circus Bound, 11, Lady Lucilla, 12, 8, Sides, emergency 17 through to 20, 2, 3, 8, 11, 12, 17, 18, 19 and 20. From race 6, number 9, Deal With Me and 10, 2 Star, 9 and 10. And race 7, Take Out 2, Divine Crescent, 3, Ever Upward, 4, Susie Boog, 5, Boy loves to run, six, Ostwind, seven, Carrington Falls, eight, Ramses, eleven, Extensive, twelve, Ready Made Doll, Emergencies, thirteen, fourteen, seventeen. That's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and seventeen from race seven at Dubbo. And up to the Sunshine Coast, the weather is overcast. The track is soft five, the rail true and 25 scratchings. The first race is clear. From race two, take numbers two, 12 and 13. Race three, take out number 10. From race four, numbers eight, nine, 11 and 15. From race five, take out number three. From race six, numbers one, seven and nine. Out of race seven, take out three, 15 and 19 and race 8 numbers 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 10, 16, 17, 19 and 23. That's from race 8 at the Sunshine Coast. Thanks,
5: uh, thanks Tan. Tips today, um, race 1, number 2, Hawaii five zero at Waiog. Might be a, a bit short for most of us to back but definitely a horse to watch because he's a libertine's full brother, very promising If he's too short to back, go to race three, number four, Sandstock, into race five, number nine, Mirror Queen. That's at Wyong. Dubbo today, race four, number two, Majority, into race five, number five, Press Sydney each way. Here's the news.
17: Hello, I'm Sarah Womby. Speeding up visa processing could be the solution to tackling the worker shortage. News Corp reports the federal government is considering the move to bring as many as 330,000 migrants into the workforce. Many already have working rights but have been stranded without permanent residency. Three people have died in a horrendous two-vehicle crash in Sanford, southeast of Hobart, yesterday. Alana Bender reports.
18: Police and emergency services attended the scene around 5.15 p.m. on Saturday after reports of a Toyota Corolla and Volkswagen Golf that collided near Clifton Beach. Tasmania police believe one of the vehicles was traveling towards Hobart and veered onto the wrong side of the road after the driver lost control. Three people in that vehicle tragically lost their lives, and two people in the other vehicle were seriously injured and rushed to hospital. All five people are understood to be in their early 20s, but this has not yet been formally identified.
17: Alana Bender, Air News. At least 450 demountable classrooms will be refitted into emergency accommodation for flood victims in northern New South Wales. Six months on from devastating floods in the northern rivers, thousands of people remain displaced. The state's Education Minister, Sarah Mitchell, says 900 residents will be given the temporary accommodation.
13: It's really exciting to see
14: it, and I know that as these have started to be delivered across the region, with more to roll out over the coming weeks and months, it's going to make a big difference for people who at the moment might be struggling when it comes to their housing situation.
17: Residents north of Brisbane say they weren't included in discussions around flight path changes. A report is suggesting diverting flights over the region to resolve aircraft noise complaints from inner city suburbs. But local MP Henry Pike says he's speaking up for his constituents and won't go down without a fight.
19: I'll just be knocking on every door in Canberra and Air Services Australia and whoever else I can find to talk to about how you know, we've been left out of the consultation process to date, and that uh, shifting it from one community to another isn't a, a real solution.
17: Overseas, nearly a 1,000 people have been killed and millions more impacted by flooding in Pakistan. Mud homes are sinking underwater and many children have developed waterborne diseases. The country's Prime Minister says 33 million people have been affected. Aid agencies say it's one of the worst disasters in the country's history. And a black Ford Escort, owned and driven by the late Princess Diana in the mid-1980s, has sold for $1 million at auction. This is Air News. The Wallabies have continued their hometown dominance over world champ South Africa with a 25 17 win at Adelaide Oval. Earlier, the Wallaroos were beaten by New Zealand 22 14. Meantime, New Zealand rugby has been left with egg on its face. As Michael Lynch reports, that's the sports headline across the Tasman this morning.
3: Oh, how the mighty have fallen. One sports commentator writing for Stuff News says New Zealand rugby has got itself into a right old mess. Its decision to stick with Ian Foster as All Blacks coach, despite other recent embarrassing losses, must be sticking in the craw this morning after Argentina last night defeated the once mighty All Blacks 25-18 in Christchurch. This was Argentina's first ever win on New Zealand soil. And today, with the Rugby World Cup on the horizon, the question on everyone's lips is, what happens now? Michael Lynch, and news, Christchurch.
17: Essendon has downed Hawthorne 53-27 in the AFLW. While umpire Emma Stark made a splash in the match, the 16-year-old from the NT is the youngest ever to officiate in the game's highest level. Wins also to the Kangaroos, Eagles and Saints. To NRL, the Sharks thrash the Bulldogs 16-0. The Raiders beat the Sea Eagles 48-6. The Rabbitohs too good for the Cowboys 20-10. to And in the cricket Today Australia up against Zimbabwe It's the first of three ODIs in Townsville Australian Independent Radio News Mum, let's
8: talk home entertainment
17: You're the entertainment at my place Thanks Mum But we are serious
9: about it at Bing Lee
8: With our latest QLED big screens It's like the movies
9: With our latest sound You need to sit at the back
8: with wireless surround sound, you'll need a seatbelt. And try our Hyperboom Bluetooth speakers. You're in your own mosh pit.
9: What's a mosh pit?
0: Mum, you wouldn't like it.
9: Whatever you like, you'll find it at Bing Lee. better living every day.
0: Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the TAB app. The Kosciuszko. tickets on sale now.
11: Entry open to New South Wales residents only. Visit thekosciuszko.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC1051. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's at one 1800 858 858.
20: Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop.
13: If you've been in a car accident and it's not your fault, you've got rights.
20: I didn't know that.
13: Yes, you have a legal right to a car similar to the one you were driving. Just call Right to Drive right where you are. They'll arrange an accident loan car to be delivered to your door. It'll keep you on the road until your car's ready to be picked up from the repairers. And it's at no cost to you. I didn't know that either. So if you've had an accident with another car that's not your fault, remember, righttodrive.com.au. Conditions of... On the big sports
5: breakfast, interstate weather. And we'll start with Sydney, mostly sunny and 21 degrees. Melbourne, partly cloudy and 20. Brisbane, a possible shower today, heading for a top of 23 degrees. Over in Perth, cool again, shower too, just 16. Adelaide, mostly sunny and 22. Hobart, nice day for Hobart, mostly sunny and 18 degrees today. Up in Darwin, a sunny Sunday, as usual for this time of year, a top of 33 degrees. And Dino, the nation's capital, Canberra, partly cloudy. Heading for top of 18.
2: So there's a gap wedge right out. Have a look at him move. Blink can you miss it. He's playing darts. Everyone else is playing golf. Heads down the leg side and they've got their man. He's
3: brave. He's strong. He wins the derby. And the best team in baseball wins it all. Everyone on their feet. Stuck of boyhood dreams. Listen to that crowd roar.
4: On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend.
5: And welcome back to the show. Big second hour coming up very shortly. Peter Peters will join us. Chad Scofield, the rider of Sweet Ride. It was a sweet ride by Chad yesterday. League super quiz. It's 23-10 according to Wayne, but we're going to mix it up today. Five points to the winner and a bonus point if you get all three. And Tanya reads yours. Is that right?
6: Correct. Jeez. And I have compiled the questions.
5: That does worry me. Very when when do I get to see said no, questions? No, you don't see
6: them until right on kickoff, Ray. Right. Yeah. It'll be balanced, it'll be fair, you know me. I'm extremely perturbed by this. You know what I'm like when it comes to the quiz, it's yeah, all about honesty that's and integrity. That's why I'm worried, that's
5: why I'm worried. Jared Daffy with today's Life, Leston and all things Tab Odds. And our man Phil Moss, he'll be happy. Liverpool 9, Bournemouth 0, equal biggest score ever in the EPL. I wonder
6: what that's equivalent to in rugby league. Probably, that,
5: probably that 70 points yeah. win the other night by the Roosters. It's extraordinary. No? It is extraordinary. Nine. And our talk topic today, which... I must say it, to you know, it's going gangbusters. Tanya's inspired it. it was on the back of Michael Massa, the Australian Formula One race director, who lost his job um, when he made the wrong calls on that last lap in the 2021 Formula One World Championship, which effectively cost Lewis Hamilton the championship and gifted it to Max Verstappen. You can watch that on the Netflix show Drive to Survive. We watched it the other night. Michael Massey was getting bombarded by the the the, uh, the team bosses from Mercedes and Red Bull during that last lap. During the race while it was on, then they've got direct access. It's like having direct access to Mark Van Gestel or to, to Gray Manersley during a match. So, the worst jobs in sport is our talk top. Got a couple there, Dan. Yeah, you know Craig listens? from Tamworth. Worst job in sport, Ray's co host <laughs> on
6: Sunday morning, especially when the quiz is corrupt. Great. <laughs> That's a. Heavy accusation, it is. Craig. Oh. I like this one, Ray. No, no, man. This cricket fielding it bat pad off a very average leg spinner. That's <laughs> a bad spot to field. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and Steve says uh, most underrated in excess song, "Dancing
5: on the Jetty." First mm. CD I ever bought was Kick. Yeah. What
6: a brilliant. Album.
5: What a great band and so many great songs. And of course, we've got Gary Beers, or Gary Gary Beers, he's sometimes referred to as our legend of not only music but also inner or tragic. And he's joining us live from LA after nine o'clock. Here we go. What's this one, Dino? Dancers on the Jetty, I think. Is it? Well done, Steve. Very good producer, Steve. He's Plucking that all over the field. Yeah. You've got a catalogue of songs, Dino. So many of them. This is an underrated song, isn't it? No. Right? I if Zorba wants Should we ask Zorb? I think so. Do you reckon he'd be an In Excess fan? Uh, I don't think he will be. It's we'll not his go. Peter Peters, good morning. Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. In Excess fan, Zorb? No, mate. <laughs>
18: okay. Told you.
5: We'll move straight on then. Hey, Zorb, you <laughs> predicted it last week. Sean Lane has been in outstanding form for the Eels. He was doing it again on Thursday night in that 53-6 romp by Parramatta against the Broncos up there in Brisbane. And there's a number of people now jumping on your bandwagon about Lane for the World Cup. So, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I'm
18: doubling down on um, my call for he's the left-edge ball playing giraffe, really, Sean Lane, to win a spot in Mel World Cup side at the end of the upcoming final series. Lane was my bolter way back, but he's no bolter now. Mm. just stunning against the Broncos. You've got to realise the Broncos have got a big pack. Um, you know, any pack with Payne Hash in it has got, uh, has got class in it. But he just toyed with them in the Earls' 53-6 to win over the Broncos. Uh, at Suncorp Stadium, too, away from home, um, he's played a major role in dumping the Broncos out of the finals. Um, not a better ball-playing second-rower In the premiership, in my opinion, 153 metres, 13 tackle busts, three try assists. The the Broncos' pack had no answer to Mm -hmm. him, and he just terrorised the right-hand side uh, defence of the Brisbane Broncos. So, yeah, Sean Lane, for me, um, to be in that Australian side that goes away, I think you will have a good final series.
6: Zorb, the Cowboys... What do you make of them? Are they the real deal? Are they finals pretenders? Where do they sit in your eyes?
18: Bulldog, I reckon we've been here before. Um, if, you, if you go back um, not so long ago to when Jonathan Thurston was running the show at, um, at, the, um, at the Cowboys and we all said, oh, look, you've got to win in town. They have this phobia about not getting the right, the right um, decisions go their way in the final series. They had a big chip on their shoulder. I don't think they've got that now, but I um, I still want to see them go to the next level, and they're going to have to. They've got to win consistently in Sydney under the current set-up for grand finals and finals. Mm. They've been in this position, as I said before, um, when Paul Green was coaching them. God bless him. And um, I thought last night that they tried hard. They scored a great try when it mattered. But in the end, they weren't good enough against the south side that I thought were below their best. They're going to have to do better than that. Um, and, of course, um, next weekend they play Penrith at home. So um, it, it will be a win for them. They stay in, um, in third spot. Um, I don't know. Do they mm. want to finish? I think they probably want to finish where they are um, and not have to play Penrith away. Um, so it'll be interesting. But, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm still
5: not convinced about them. Yeah, and that, Officer Rabbits, they take on Roosters next Friday night. Two massive games, of course, and the Cowboys-Panthers you mentioned. Hey, Zorb, I have to take you back to yesterday in that 48-6 loss by Manley against Canberra in Canberra. That's put the Raiders into the top eight. They're in. They're the masters of their own destiny now, but uh, can I ask you about Manley, Zorb?
18: Well, you can. Um, what do I say? Mm. Six successive losses. There's no nice way to say this, so it's, it's not going um, to be a wrap um, for people I care about but, and a club that I love. But six successive losses is bad enough. But when an entire squad don't have really any improvers that you can talk about in a whole season, there are serious problems. Mm. And that's the situation at Manly. Right across the squad, Players have gone backwards this year. From the million-dollar trio of DCE, Jake and Tom Travojevic, let's remember that you know Jake wasn't in the first state of origin side. DCE played well up until origin. He's been awful since. And Tommy was nowhere near the dynamic player uh, that he was last season before he got injured uh, against Parramatta in that rainy um, that rainy night game. Star youngsters like Josh Schuster have gone backwards at the rate of knots. Um, there's no confidence, no clear pattern of play, no fight in the team. Mm. In the last six games, Manly have scored a paltry 72 points, had a massive 208 scored against them, and the Bucs got to stop with the head coach, Jess Hazler, but the attack coach, Chad Randall, and the defensive coach, Michael Monahan, have to be under the gun. The side struggled in the back end of games all season and are clearly not as fit or as strong as the top team, so the veteran head of sports science, Don Singe, should also be looked at by the board and CEO Tony Mestrov. Manly's puerile end of the season has been an embarrassment for a proud club. Changes have to to be made. The bad publicity and flow on from the rainbow jersey um, is not an excuse for how they're going now, but it was still avoidable, and it should have been, and uh, uh, you know, a lot of people are to blame for that, but in my view, the football manager, John Bonacera, should have had a handle on it, um, and the football department should have known about it because he did. Um, so there's a lot of uh, lot of issues there. I'm more concerned about why Manly continue to play Dylan Walker, uh, Kieran Four and Marty Tapau when they're leaving the club, and they could be blooding young players that they're going to have to rely on next year. I... I use an example, uh, young KO Weeks who got eight minutes yesterday. Prior to that, he got about the same time against St. George six weeks ago when this horrible run of losses started. And he does, and he's a terrific young player, a hell of a talent. He's their backup fullback, and he hasn't been given a go. Um, why move one of the few players that's played well in, in their centre three-quarter, um, Tolu Kola, um, who... I thought he did okay at fullback yesterday, but why move him out of the centres when they've got no centres at the moment and he's the best they've got and been really good Um, and it would have been a chance to play KO Weeks and I'm sure Hazler will throw him in against Canterbury next week, but it's all too late.
6: Mm. Zorb, can the Roosters win the Premiership?
18: Um, I don't think so. Um, I think think the Premiership will be won by one of the teams in the top four as it it normally is, but my heavens. What a game on Friday night. Mm, Not epic. since Mark <clears throat> Spud Carroll and Paul the Chief Harrigan shook the stands more than two decades decades ago with their ferocity have we witnessed the intensity and sheer brutality of JWH versus NAS. So that's Jared Waria Highgraves Highgraves against Nelson Masofa Solomona at Amy Park in the Roosters Melbourne Storm game. Don't tell me the fans don't enjoy fire and brimstone in our game. The Roosters had a plan to use their bash brothers, Waria Hargraves and Matt Lodge, take it to the Storm Big Men from the kickoff, and they especially targeted Lord Nelson. Mm. The plan worked with the Roosters racing for a 14-0 lead and then hanging on to win 18 14 what a game
5: boys yeah and you no know what sort the biffs back yeah you know what so everyone was talking about at the races yesterday people who, everybody was yeah, everyone was talking about, about, talking about it. what a game everywhere yeah. I
18: went yesterday yep. they loved it
5: mm. and
18: and wh- what maybe it's a message well done to the referee too adam Judy. I thought he handled it well he mm. was strong when he had to be he laid down the laws. didn't take much notice but
5: it was great theatre. You know, it was fantastic. A couple of games to complete this weekend's round, but The 2 o'clock game, the Tigers take on St George, Illawarra. 3.30, the Tigers head-to-head. The Dragons thirty four. $1.34. Gee. Then the 4.05 game, Gold Coast versus Newcastle. Gold Coast, $1.47 faves. The Knights are 2.70. How do you see them, Zorba? Well, Well, um, West Tigers and Dragons.
18: Isn't it it's, it's weird that the West Tigers... Always seem to be tied up in important games. Um, this is an important one um, for the Dragons to uh, uh, to start a bit of a, a, a couple of wins to end their season. They're under pressure, and so is their coach in a big way. I think the Dragons will win that one, and I think the Titans will beat the Knights in um, in the game up in the Gold Coast. But I'm I'm looking forward to next week, Thursday Eagles oh, wow. versus Storm Four versus Five. Friday, what a start to the new Alliance mm. Stadium. Roosters versus South Sydney, six versus seven, and then we've got Cowboys and Penrith, one versus three. Do Penrith rest their stars? That's the tip. So the Cowboys mm. want to play, mm. want to play away at Penrith. Um, it's going to be interesting um, in the first round of the uh, of the final series. And, and while we're on those games, the Sharks play the Knights and should complete that great season, where where Craig Fitzgibbon, for mine, six losses in his first NRL season as head head coach, second spot, second best defence behind Penrith. He's my coach of the year, ahead of the Cowboys, Todd Payton. And then in third spot, the entire coaching team at Penrith, Mm. because Ivan Cleary's been away a lot of the season, and it's not good to see him walking and limping like he, the way he is. Um, it, it must have been a very serious problem he had. But uh, Cameron Sorraldo on the backup team there at Penrith, three losses in the year. That's been a great achievement for them as well.
5: And don't forget, they didn't have Nathan Cleary for a number of weeks at the start of the season and the last five weeks of the home and away. So they've, they've done a terrific job. Hey, Zorb, question to you and to Dino. Penrith are on top, obviously. Two down to eight is still to be determined for... Um, the finals. So next weekend's round so important. Have, can you guys recall a season where there are so many quality football teams with a chance to win the NRL Premiership? Normally, you might say five, six, seven, eight are making up the numbers. I don't think Zorb and Dina, you can say it this year. Yes, well, I don't
18: think I don't think a couple of sides in the top four can win. I don't think Sharks or Cowboys are ready yet. You've got to be there and, 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 and experience it. Um, Storm has the experience, but I don't think they're the side they were. So I've got Penrith still uh, as, my, um, as my premiers and, and convincing ones too. But I, I do see the Eels and the Roosters and South Sydney as capable of making the grand final from the bottom part of the eight. Mm. And it is exciting. Broncos will bow out next week. Um, and what a disappointing end to them. They, the Raiders won't won't fall over against the West Tigers. I think they'll win that game, and they've only got to win it to be in. Broncos need plus forty three win against St George. They'll be struggling to win uh, at uh, at Cogra, let alone uh, win by that margin. So, the Broncos disappointing end for them. The Raiders great finish by Ricky Stewart and his team.
6: Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I, mm. I tend to think Zorba is right. Who are genuine contenders and then there's contenders like the Sharks and the Cowboys are contenders. There's no doubt in the world. But are they genuine? I'm with Zorba. I don't think they can win the Premiership this year. It's not taking anything away from them. But you throw in there Souths, you throw in there the Roosters and of course you throw in there Parramatta. Mm. There's three teams that can do damage. And look, if someone swooped home from outside that top four this year, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm not going to say Canberra could win the comp, but I think Canberra, if they get there, you know, they could potentially go into week two or three. F- yeah, they could. It's, yeah. Got,
18: it's interesting and it's great to have a finish like this mm. in, in what's going to be a World Cup year. There is going to be a lot of um, a lot of um, thoughts about who's going to be in that Australian side. I, I reckon that Regan Campbell-Gillard will be one of the props for Australia. Um, I think his form in recent weeks has been very good. A lot of people couldn't understand why he wasn't in the New South Wales or dropped from the New South Wales side, so. Um, I can see that um, that Parramatta Pack standing up and making a noise. And with so many players going overseas to the World Cup, it's going to be a short uh, pre-season. Will it be the pre-season that, that clubs uh, want? All ahead of us. But let's get into uh, round, last round next week and... An exciting final series before we
5: look that far ahead. Yeah, so much to look forward to with the NRL this season, starting with next weekend's round. Hey, Zorb, we'll talk about the finals next week. Thanks for your thoughts uh, this morning and have a good day, mate. Good you, boys. Thanks, Zorb. There's Peter. Peter's talking all things NRL. Those games next week, Dino. um, Thursday night, Eels versus Storm decides... Uh, who makes the top four. Belter. The Roosters and Rabbits on Friday night. First game, Alliance, Ripper. What a game that is. Cowboys versus Panthers up in Townsville on the Saturday night. And, of course, you've still got the Raiders trying to secure that top spot. Um, if the Broncos can somehow manufacture a win against, um, who the Broncos got next week, against the Dragons, and you'd like to think they've got a bit to play for, that's a Saturday afternoon game. We could go down to the last game of the home and away season, Dino, at 4.05 next Sunday, September 4, where the Raiders have to travel to take on West Tigers and they could be in a position where they must win to make the top eight. What a fascinating last
6: round. You would think the Raiders would start strong favourites. But you know what, Ray? A big crowd, a sunny Sunday afternoon, last game of the year. The Tigers might just come out and go, you know what? Let's have a crack today. Let's have a red-hot crack in front of a big crowd and rip in. Yeah. It's a danger game for Canberra.
5: It is. And Absolute danger and game. And Dragons, you'd, you'd think, would want to go out the season on a high, but the Broncos have got so much to play for. That's all going to unfold next week. Can't wait for that. Paul's been waiting patiently. Paul, good morning. Yeah, good day, Phil. How are you? How are you, Paul? What have you got for us, um, mate? Mate, I'm the worst job in sports, and I apologise for anyone having breakfast now. Mm-hmm. It has to be cleaned out the dugout
19: for then. Baseball players oh. that that are um, chewing tobacco everywhere.
5: <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> no. Why do they all do it, Paul? One of the great mysteries of life. Why no, do they no, all I chew couldn't, tobacco? Couldn't
19: think of any worse.
5: No, yeah. Good hey, one, Paul, Paul,
6: what about this one? A text message just come in. Worst job in sport, the guy that follows the greyhounds onto the track and gets to pick up their droppings. Yeah,
5: Someone, that too. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, someone's yeah. got to do it. Will we go to the
6: park, we've got to do it. So There's <laughs> it's no different from the nags.
5: Hey, good on you, Paul. Thanks, Wang, and thanks for your contribution. Hey, Dino, we better take a quick break. Listen to Dino and Ray on the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend.
20: Get into Totally Workwear Ridalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD, and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets, and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. Heads up punters, the Sticky and Smoky crew
2: are at it again, but this time it's all about the supercars big one. Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the chance to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000 with full weekend hospitality packages, grid walk, track lap and accommodation included. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or SmokyBarbecue.com.au and register your details. And make sure you keep an eye out for Sticky and Smoky in your local IGA. Supercars never take tasted so good experience the
0: thrill of racing on tab everest day at royal randwick the kosiosko the world's richest country races back and gives you the chance to win a share in two million dollars in prize money to enter buy a five dollar kosiosko ticket at your local or on the tab app the Osco. tickets on sale now
11: Entry open in New South Wales residents only visit the for details racing New South Wales authorized under New South Wales permit number GOCSC1051 gamble responsibly call gamblers one 800 858 858 foreign owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products support our call for fair play visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details authorized by Aussie Fairplay Coalition Proprietary Limited Melbourne
2: Spring is here and the racing is heating up. Get your fun back on track at City Tattersall's Club Cup Day. Featuring magnificent racing, a vibrant trackside atmosphere and award-winning hospitality.
6: City Tattersall's Club Cup Day, next Saturday at Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Deliciously flaky pastry on top, of bottom which is rolled extra thin and a filling of 100% lean Aussie beef. Yes, I'm talking about Gallo's Pies, the only pies you should be putting on your plate. Garlo's pies are simply bursting with flavour and there's heaps of flavours to choose from. Here's a thought, Ray. Take a night off from cooking and grab a Garlo's family pie for the whole crew. I saw Sean Garlick at the footy last night and I told him I read these very ads. No, not no, quite. Okay. But I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't push it too hard. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gallo's pies are available in all Coles and Woolworths stores, and remember, we are located in the chilled meal section. And if you can't find us, ask for Gallo's pies by name. Gallo's pies. They're thin on pastry, but they're big on meat. G-E-Z.
4: Tab. This is the big sports breakfast weekend.
5: Another classic, Dino. New sensation. How many of them? Catalogue of songs. Incredible. It's very sad
6: with Michael Pass, wasn't it? Because oh. they never really came back from that to no. lose someone of his. You had to get. You can't feature, replace His him, charisma. But he was they phenomenal. were some band, yeah. weren't so they? certainly
5: was. Hey, to your chance now to win the NRL watch of your choice, a club of your choice, the question from Zorba's segment. okay. apart from Sean Lane, which is the other Parramatta forward that Zorba thinks is a bolter for the World Cup squad. If you know the answer and you want to win an NRL watch of the club of your choice, call now on thirteen fifty-three fifty-three 53 or SMS 0419 272. Which, apart from Sean Lane, which Parramatta forward does Zorba think is a bolter for the World Cup? Dino, our talk topic has gone Berserk at the moment, hasn't it? Worst so many worst jobs in sports, so many people. How good are our listeners? They've <laughs> given it to us all morning.
6: They're very, very funny. I do like this one, though, Ray. Willow yeah. from Windsor. If the Eels beat the Storm next week, which is a distinct possibility, it would be, and I haven't got this confirmed, Ray, but i believe Willow, it would be Penrith v. Parra at Penrith Park or... Um, Penrith Football Stadium Mm. Mm. uh, In the first week of the final Would be the hottest ticket in town Imagine that that would be sold out, I reckon, within an hour.
5: Virtually every home game at Pennant this year has been virtually a sellout. It's you throw in their Parramatta and yeah, a semi final.
6: Yeah, it would be incredible.
5: What a game. Stu from Castle Hill said, Well said, Zorbury, Sean Lane. Sometimes you need to pause and realise we are week one away from the blockbuster finals. What a time to be alive. Savour it because in six weeks' time it'll be all over for the footy season. I know, we'll miss Keep it, up won't we, I love my cricket, but gee. I do love the footy. Shane's on the line, been waiting for us. Shane, good morning. Ray Bulldog, how
19: are you, boys? Terrific. Oh, Shane,
5: what do you got for us, mate?
19: Look, just a couple of things out of the Storm Roosters game. I was watching um, Ryan Pappenhausen and Remus Smith and Christian Welsh sitting in the box there with Bellamy. What could have been?
5: Christian Welsh, what do you make a difference? Gee. Yeah, yeah.
19: he would have made a massive difference. Yeah. He always goes to town yeah. with JWH. But the thing that stood out for me, boys, is at the end of the game when the Bromwich boys... Brandon Smith and Kafusi were doing their farewells, and Munster was looking at him, and he was looking at his best mate Brandon Smith, and he's got he knows he's going, he knows yeah. the promise boys are going, he knows is going. That look on his face, he's out of there. He's going to the Dolphins. You can put your house on it. can Dino. Yeah, I, I
6: wouldn't put my house on it just yet, Shane. I I don't know. Only Cameron Munster knows. I know they went back and had a a, a meeting with Melbourne last week. Brayton yeah. Astor, his manager, and Munster, and I think you'll find the original offer was increased, so they feel like they're back in the ballpark now, but to me, if the difference is a couple of hundred thousand dollars a year, Ray, over five years Mm. it's going to be very difficult for Cam to knock it back. But let's not forget too, Munster isn't a great club, Ray which has had a lot of success and but, will continue to have success. But Shane's
5: point, though, they're going to lose a yeah, whack of their forward pack.
6: But they've had sustained success for years. Yeah, I know. He's a great, great coach. Exactly. Me. Just mm-hmm. so they lose a couple of players who are coming toward the end of their careers, I don't think that's going to necessarily mean Melbourne Storm go backwards. And the Dolphins will struggle for the first few years. But look, money talks, Ray. I think he will go, mm-hmm. but I think there'll be a, a reluctance there to leave. And it would be with a heavy heart yeah. because he knows Melbourne – Made Cameron Munster
5: Can Bennett get Munster and Luttrell?
6: No It would be one or the other They would have a dabble at Luttrell If Munster says no Mm -hmm. But I don't think Luttrell's going anywhere
5: Just salary cap issue Couldn't fit both of them under the
6: salary cap No, no, not at 1.2 million each There's no way they could do that And squeeze the other players in But mark my words, Ray I, I would be stunned if Latrell Mitchell went to the Dolphins.
5: Mm. We've got a winner for our Z and Z watch. It's um, Laurie from Caringbush, and he's a South Sydney supporter, I think. I hope that's right, Tan. Uh, So Laurie has won the – from Caringbar, sorry. Laurie from – what did I say, Caringbush? Caringbush. Did I? It's a racehorse. (laughs) Laurie from Caringbush. And I think he's a South Sydney supporter, I'm pretty sure. So, well done, Laurie. And, of course, the answer was Regan Campbell-Gillard. Got some more SMSs there, Dino? Yeah, this one's come Munster will be at Manly. Ray- you
6: watch. No name on this one. Yeah, Munster will be at Manly. You watch. They've shed foreign and many more going. Well, I haven't heard that. And I would be very, yeah, very surprised.
5: This man produced a sweet ride on Sweet Ride yesterday to win the San Domenico Stakes. Chad Scaf was on the line. Chad, good morning. Morning Ray. Hey thanks for joining us Chad and it was one of those races where it worked out perfectly for Sweet Ride. I know he was a $31 outsider but the margin was decisive Chad so going forward where do you think he sits in these amongst the, the elite level of these three year olds?
21: Yeah he was very impressive. He We were lucky enough to have a good draw and you know from that we used it and got, we had the run of the race behind the speed um, but you're right Ray, he, when he pushed um, rise of the masses out the way and got himself into the clear. He really showed a good turn of foot, and quick and strongly, and then sustained it all the way to mm. the line. Um, it was a good win.
6: Chad, do you think Sweet Ride can run a strong 1400 in the Golden Rose?
21: I think he could. He he actually only just travelled on the bridle yesterday, and um, you know, uh, uh, over a trip like that, you he, he might be able to just be a bit more comfortable and if you can have the same turn of foot, um, you know, I can't see any reason why he couldn't run 14.
5: Mm. He, he reminds you a bit of Trapeze Artist for a number of reasons. Chad, you would have been in Hong Kong when Trapeze Artist won the 2017 Golden Rose. But, of course, he's raced by Bert Vieira, the same colours yesterday, similar um, coloured horse, big white blaze. There was a lot of discussion that Trapeze Artist would struggle at 1,400, but level weights against his own age. He brained him that day in the Golden Rose. So I guess it all comes down to sweet ride how he goes in the run of the Rose next start.
21: Yeah, exactly. One thing I will say he's is he's a lovely natured horse. He he knows his job. He's very professional and mm. um, you know he he looks up he looks after himself, so I can't see any reason why he couldn't run fourteen.
5: Yeah, exactly. Uh Chad you've got a new manager, you and your dad Glenn?
21: Yes, we do. We um We've got a, a guy called Tyland Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Tyler, yeah, he's, he's young and enthusiastic and very hungry, and he's doing a great job.
5: Yeah, good young man. And and we've had you on before, Chad. But you've been back for well over a year now, year and a half. Are, are you? Have you settled back into Sydney racing? Are you happy with way way things are going for you at the moment?
21: Um, of course, always want to be doing better, but it just takes time. Having obviously me being a lot being away for so long, but. Yeah, I was just really happy yesterday to get a winner, a good winner for Annabelle. Nisham, she's she's been the one who's really thrown me support um, since I've been back, and, and I'm grateful for that.
5: Yeah. Where do you ride work during the week, Chad? Do You sort of go around to the three tracks, or where, where do you normally, or where do you essentially base yourself for track work?
21: I'm probably at Rosehill the most, mm-hmm. but I, I do go into Warwick Farm for Annabelle yeah. and Randwick when I can.
5: Okay, yeah. and. Of course, you rode so successfully for so many years in Hong Kong, and I know comparing jurisdictions is sometimes like comparing apples to oranges, but the Sydney Jockeys room at the moment, I think it's as deep in terms of talent that I've ever seen in my 30 years in the game. From your perspective, Chad?
21: Um, I, I wouldn't disagree at all. I mean, mm. there's there's some incredibly um, world-class jockeys in the Sydney room, and there's a lot of them. So, mm. yeah, it's it's... It's very competitive. It's competitive anywhere, but it certainly is strong in Sydney at the moment. Yeah.
5: Does that help you raise your game? You have to, I guess, doesn't it, Chad? That competitive aspect of Sydney racing at the moment.
21: Well, for sure. I mean, you're you're there to beat
5: them. Mm-hmm.
21: Um, and when the standard's that high, your standard has to be even higher. So, yeah, you just got to
5: keep keep doing what you have to do. Exactly. You're following the footy too, Chad? Uh, I've been watching it a little bit, not too closely.
21: Who do you I, go for, Chad? I like the Melbourne Storm. Ah, okay. Storm okay. Can you win
5: the premiership?
21: I hope so, although we got beat the other night.
5: Yeah. What about Liverpool? You and I on the same page here, Chad. Finally broke through overnight. 9-0 against Bournemouth.
21: Yeah, well, we'd, we'd want to beat that team, but we've been beaten by Fulham and, and teams we should have beaten. So yeah. Anyway, we've got the three points, so that's the main thing.
5: It might come back to hurt Liverpool back into the season, but they they got their three points. They're away now. Chad, you're away. Sweet ride was terrific yesterday. Congratulations and the very best luck going forward into the spring carnival. No problems. Thanks, Ray. There's Chad Schofield, a terrific young rider, world-class talent, and he showed that yesterday. Hey, Dino, now is the time for the quiz. Oh, so the call quiz. now 1353.53. 53. 53. I'm worried about this. Call now 1353.53 53 if you want to be part of the League Super Quiz. $100 courtesy of Tab to be won for the winner of the League Super Quiz.
0: Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Osco, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in two million dollars in prize money. To enter, buy a five-dollar Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the TAB app. The Kosciuszko. tickets on sale now.
11: Entry open to New South Wales residents only. Visit thekosciuszko.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales Permit Number GOCSC1051. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's at one 858 Mum, it's Father's Day soon.
9: Give us your best dad joke, Lionel. Really? No.
11: You'll find brilliant
8: gift ideas for dads at Bingley, like wireless headphones, Bluetooth speakers... Smartphones... Nespresso coffee machines...
9: Smartwatches... And
8: remember, what dads want most is a simple
9: phone call. Okay, everyone call, Lionel. No! It was a dad joke. Might be your kids. You think? Nah.
20: Bingley, better living every day. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop.
10: G'day, it's Sean Garlick here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls, we even have junior pies that you can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section, and if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat.
4: Talking all the overnight action.
10: What a performance! Pass. What a
3: moment this is!
4: The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend.
5: Welcome back to the show. League Super Quiz time. Dino, you've written these questions, have you?
6: I've done the questions.
5: Can today. I eventually get to see these yes, at some you can stage? In a minute. And so of of course, I do the coin toss. Is
6: playing for me though.
5: Yes. To try and. Claw back some ground. So do we agree? Ten, five points to the winner, and in a bonus point if you get three. If you
16: can get all three, yes. So if, I I get, if, if my man
5: wins, i go 29 10. Yeah, but that's if we right.
6: win, it's 23-16. That's and right. And we're back, baby. Back in the game. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, the questions are fair. Okay, coin toss. It's the best I can do, right? It's be fair and honest. Heads. Uh, yeah,
5: I'm really worried about this. Uh, no, Tanya called. Oh, you. sorry, yeah. Tanya. Ten. Heads. Heads it is. What do you want to do, Ten? Go second. Okay. Oh, that's Already I'm... Out of my comfort zone. I've got to go first. Okay. It's an odd
16: number. Can you handle yeah, that? No, number
5: an, one. All sorts of pressure. EJ's online. EJ, good morning. G'day, Ray. How you going, mate? Yeah, hey, you and EJ. EJ, if we can win this, I reckon we can virtually wrap up this and I'll get my two cartons. So three yeah. cartons, isn't it, Dino? Walking the park. Let's Ray. not get too excited, Ray. Okay. Hey, Best of luck, EJ. Here we go. They're finally getting a look at these.
6: These are my questions, EJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, EJ, on the 30th of August,
5: 1919... Western suburbs beat Annandale. What was the score? What was the score? That's an easy one.
16: That's an easy one.
5: What? Come on, EJ. <laughs> on the 30th of August, 1919, 19, Western suburbs beat Annandale. What was the score? 11 uh, a... <laughs> 9. <laughs> 31 no, that's 12. The magpies won. That's a Fair question. Right?
6: That's that's right, a fair yeah, question.
7: Yeah.
5: Anyway, keep Hang going. on. None from one. <laughs> question. Keep going. Let's move on. No. Your, which club was the most successful in the now defunct American National Rugby League competition? EJ, the only bonus here is it's a multiple choice. So, a Jacksonville. questions. Dino's done this. A Jacksonville Axmen. B Glenn Mills Bulls. C New York Knights. But it's got to be the
18: Bulls. It's where these questions are going.
6: <laughs> on the board, well you done, mate. Well, That's us. outstanding. See, they're not that at hard rate. Right? He's already got one right. I've
5: never even heard of the Glenn Mills balls. What the hell? <laughs> Question number three. This is also multiple choice EJ. Um, which of the following statements is true? did you do these questions? Keep going. Radio, Ray, move on. Seriously. A, Glee, which of the following statements is true, EJ? Glebe had no home ground from 1920 to 1924. B, Glebe won more than half of its matches. Or C, Glebe lost their last ever match in first grade. Seriously. They lost their last ever first (laughs) match. For what it's worth, it was B. Glee,
6: one more. <laughs> Come on, EJ. Should have got that one that's right. That's a roar. You've
16: got to be kidding me.
6: <laughs> exactly. no, that's all right. One from three. Okay. Good luck.
16: Morning, Dion. You there?
6: Yeah, got you there, mate. Uh, Come Dan- on, Tim. Dino's
16: reputation is on the line here, so put your thinking cap on. Question one: Who is Cameron Munster? It's multiple choice. A, the food stylist for the Dali M Awards gala ceremony. Oh, I give up. Seriously. Ray's limo driver. Oh. Who's the limo driver? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> or C, Melbourne, Queensland, and Australian representative. What a
15: rule. Uh, we'll go with C. Well Ooh.
6: done. <laughs> well
15: done, Dion. Ding.
16: Thanks, this is a tight
6: contest, this one.
16: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Question two. This is for the win. This and is Remember, if you get all three, uh, Dina gets a bonus point. Question two. <laughs> oh, Who? What is Tom Trevojevic's nickname? Is it A Tootsie, B Teddy Bear, or C Turbo? I
6: give up. This is a big. Biggest... I'll go.
12: I'll go with C Turbo.
16: Well <laughs> done, you Dion. Beauty.
6: You're flying, son. You're flying.
16: Now, if you Let's can get to this sweep. one, we'll get. Well, next we'll get a bonus point. Question three: Which club plays in blue in the state of origin? Is it A <laughs> Chelsea, B France, or C New South Wales? Ah, uh, that's a oh. I'll go with C, New South Wales. <laughs> well done, Dion.
6: Well done, buddy. Hey,
16: that's yeah, an... f- Thank you, C. So that's, that's the five
6: biggest plus the clean sweep, three. Where
16: does that put you now?
6: 2318.
16: There we go. Oh,
6: we're back, babies. We're back,
5: baby. 2318? Oh, I'll get Wayne to check. 2316, I think it is. I'm not sure. Well away. done, Dion. That, that, that's got to be a rort, guys. Seriously. Yeah, Dion.
16: Don't say I don't do anything for Thanks, you, okay? Thanks,
5: Tim. Hey, Anna, hey Dion, look, congratulations. You're the winner, and certainly nothing to do with you, Dion. So $100 cash card courtesy of Tab is coming your way. You know what? I feel sorry for EJ. He's, he's been rorted here. Can we give him $100 as well, producer Steve? Oh, give him $100. We'll give, we'll give EJ $100 cash card as well because I suspect that wasn't fair. <laughs> I suspect that wasn't fair. We better move on. Here's Jerry Daffy with today's Life Lesson. And now, Jerry Daffy's Life Lesson. Jared, before you start, I just realised that even my wife has warned me this morning. That that is one of the the biggest. Do you debacles. really expect me to follow that? Well, that's. <laughs> it was staggered.
6: three questions each, and he got three right.
5: What about I my first question anymore. on the 3rd of August 1919? Western Suburbs beat Annandale. What was the score? You're kidding me, aren't you?
6: Ray, the score was 31-12. I knew that. We, sh-
1: we should have had a camera on Tanya's face to see whether it was straight or not. Funny I suspect thing, it wasn't.
5: They were all in on the rort except me. It's funny how it's all right, rort it you in on it. No anyway. name on
6: this text, Jared. Fair and honest, know. You've got to be kidding. Is there any other tactics that you're going to use?
5: So, what's the score now? Can Wayne let us know what the score is? I think it's 23 so 8. I points, think it's only it?
1: fitting that the loser also received. Uh, A voucher. I
5: felt sorry for the poor guy because he had he had zero. He got one right actually. He got (laughs) McGlenn Mills. I don't know how, but he did. (laughs) Hey, um, today's life lesson, my friend.
1: Why do you say an alarm clock goes off when it's actually going on?
5: (laughs) Very good point. Yeah, very good point. That's true. Uh, love it, like Jared. that one. Yeah, he's too good. Hey, Jared, what have you got for us today? We'll start off with the NRL because two games today don't have a huge bearing on the top eight, obviously. But gee, it's a fascinating final round coming up next weekend as well.
1: It certainly, is. big drifters, West Tigers today, two seventy to three thirty. St George Illawarra, a dollar thirty four. The line there, ten and a half after opening at six and a half. And oddly enough, no real movement in the Titans v Newcastle game. Gold Coast, a dollar forty seven. Newcastle two seventy, a line of six and a half points. You've mentioned a couple of those next week. Mm. Markets are up. Thursday night, Parramatta two twenty five, Melbourne a dollar sixty five. Oh, like and that, on...
5: Parramatta's good value there. Yeah. Friday
1: mm. night, the Roosters a dollar sixty five, Souths at two twenty five. Oh, the other one that's topical, mm-hmm. North Queensland at home to Penrith, and North Queensland there a dollar fifty, Penrith at two dollars sixty. Couple of uh, women's matches on today. NRLW: Parramatta four dollars, St George Illawarra a dollar twenty-five, 10, thirteen and a half the line. And the Gold Coast host Newcastle. Gold Coast four twenty, uh, we've got Newcastle a dollar twenty-three, eleven and a half there. And an updated Premiership market: Boys Penrith two twenty-five, Melbourne six Cronulla into seven dollars now. Roosters eight, Parramatta ten, North Queensland thirteen, South fifteen, Canberra. Sixty-seven last week. I think they were three fifty to make the eight. They're a dollar and twelve now, and Brisbane way out to six dollars. They're five hundred to one to win it. So uh, big, big change at the bottom of the eight there with Canberra, seemingly on their way to finals. Uh, Jared AFL finals next week, but the AFLW today. Yes, and the Giants are in action. First cab off the rank. Do you know twelve ten? This one, the Western Bulldogs, a dollar fifty two the GWS two fifty seven and a half. Brisbane at home to Frio. Brisbane a dollar fourteen, Frio five fifty twenty and a half. And Geelong and Richmond is the close one of the round. This is at uh, $4.10 the Sabre. Geelong dollar ninety two, Richmond a dollar eighty five. And just quickly, the AFL Premiership: Geelong two ninety, Melbourne three twenty five. The Swans are six dollars now. Collingwood eight, Richmond thirteen, Frio uh, twenty three and the other two are thirty one
5: dollars. Hey, Brisbane
1: and the Bulldogs. I
5: remember, I text you said uh, Sunday night, that dagger through the heart yeah. that. Collingwood, Carlton. Yeah, it's cruel. But,
1: oh. you know, they, they should have won yeah. one of those two matches. Correct. And either win. Either and losing
5: win. that game in Adelaide um, four weeks ago, that cost them. Because they had that tough run home then. Brisbane, Melbourne, Collingwood, Carlton. And they just... Oh. Next year, right? Oh, we've been saying that for a decade now. Hey, yep. US Open starts... Is it tonight our time or tomorrow night our time? Tomorrow night, uh, I think it is. Yeah. Tomorrow night, yeah. yeah. So
1: we've got the first round matches up. And obviously the big shock... Uh, was it a shock? Novak Djokovic uh, withdrew uh, because he wasn't allowed in the country. That'll have something to do with him withdrawing. But with him out of the market, Daniel Medvedev at three twenty, Rafael Nadal four dollars fifty now. Carlos Alcaraz six, Nick Kirios eight fifty. Then uh, Stefana sits a past 13. The rest are 17 or better. And this market has changed around a lot in the women's. Ega Schwantek a month ago was 275. She's out to $5 now. Her form's a bit questionable. Simona Halep, second pick at nine. Coco Goff 15. Caroline Garcia, she won last week in Cincinnati, I think, at 17. And the rest are 19 or better. As I said, we've got all of those matches up and running for the first round, both men's and women's, and live betting on them all. EPL, Jared. Three matches tonight, Dino, we've got um, Aston Villa 225, draw 350, West Ham at 310, that one gets underway at 11 o'clock, as does Wolves v Newcastle, Wolves 270, draw 350, Newcastle 270, 1.30am, Nottingham Forest 650, draw 425, Tottenham 50. and I might just briefly mention the fact we've got a cricket match on today yeah, yeah. in Townsville, and uh, not too many surprises here as far as the market is concerned Australia a dollar and three and Zimbabwe at uh, sorry dollar and one now Zimbabwe at17 dollars $17, uh, $17. but we've got plenty of markets there including obviously the high bats um, I guess once they become finalized those uh, those squads uh, you know the market will become more exposed but that one gets underway well shortly 940 Jerry, what about this oh, very quickly
6: Brett from Richmond Ray, it is BS. Bullfrog has stooped to a new low, so desperate to win the beer. Bullfrog, you're a disgrace. Life lesson.
18: Never I just... trust
6: a desperate bulldog.
1: Can I just leave you with this? Obviously, what was his name? Bullfrog.
5: That's, that's he... Dino's new nickname, yeah.
1: No, no the other guy. Who wrote that um, in? Brett. Brett from Richmond. Brett obviously doesn't know Dino's past. <laughs> <laughs> this is about par for the course. Yes. Or his integrity. That's it.
5: <laughs> hey, good on you, Jared. Thanks for that. We'll talk next Thanks, week, mate. mate. See you, boys. There's Jeffrey Daffy talking all things odds. This man will be in a buoyant mood. Phil Moss, good morning. 9-0 Liverpool against Bournemouth. Mossy, how good was that?
19: Yeah, fantastic!
5: Great morning to you and
19: Bulldog and all our listeners. Uh, great to see the sun shining in Sydney Town this morning too. But uh, <laughs> Liverpool were the ones that brought it up for me. Nine exactly. nil, uh, emphatic, um, big statement win. That and uh, Klopp has come out and called it the perfect football afternoon. But it, look, it's a win, and, and uh, you know, sympathies to Bournemouth that they had to be on the mm. the uh, the wrong end of it, of course. But um, Liverpool needed to make a statement. They've been poor uh, so far this season to, to start it. They've um, it's been a long time since they've lost the first four. I think it was 2012. Uh, they weren't going to let that happen. Seven different goal scorers, including uh, Mepham from uh, from Bournemouth scoring an own goal. But um, yeah, certainly uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold with the uh, the goal of the game. Great strike from 28 uh, from uh, from distance in the 28th minute to make it three nil. Um, but now they've got to go on with it. And sometimes the uh, a big win like that can be a double-edged sword. Um, you certainly don't want any complacency uh, seeping CPN. I'm sure Klopp won't let it, because uh, based on the, the start of the season, we've got some ground to catch up.
6: Mossy, Chelsea and Man United also secure wins overnight?
19: They did, Bulldog. Uh, Chelsea had to do it without their manager. Obviously, Tuchel uh, serving a one-match ban. Um, and um, it was Rahim Sterling who uh, cashed in, if you'll pardon the pun, Well done, well done. uh, Love it, love it. A nice brace, and uh, you've still
6: got it. First goal.
19: (laughs) God, uh, you never lose it. But uh, (laughs) yeah, his first goals for uh, for Chelsea since his big move, um, forty seven million pounds from Manchester City. So that'll be a relief for him and all Chelsea supporters. um, Leicester things not going great there uh, for uh, for Rodgers this season so far. But um, the other one, Manchester United. This was a big. Mm. Big win away from home. Southampton can be a tricky one, that. But back-to-back wins for Eric Ten Hag will settle the nerves there. Ronaldo, this circus continues around him. Uh, apparently, his agent now has begged Napoli to uh, to take him on. He really wants out. So is that the last time with the transfer window closing in a couple of days? Is yeah. that the last time we'll see Ronaldo in a, uh, in a shirt? And this is an interesting one, too. Guys, uh, Ajax um, have rejected a hundred and thirty million dollar bid for Anthony from Manchester United. Now, Ajax have been drawn in uh, in a group with Liverpool, Rangers, um, and Napoli. Funnily enough, uh, so for the for the Champions
5: League. I'll ask for the Champions League in a sec, Mossy. But I just want to get your thoughts on Manchester. See, it did leak a couple of goals, but still, four uh, two win at home against Crystal Palace.
19: And they had to come from behind because uh, mm. those two goals were scored before Manchester City got on the score sheet, both from corner three, um, Stones and own goal, and Anderson in the 21st minute. Um, but Arland is proving to be worth every single penny of his uh, 86 million dollars uh, that uh, Manchester City paid for him. He was uh, he scored a hat trick, uh, 62nd, 70th, and 81st minute. Gee, the goals were just. They just oozed class. Um, He he really has hit the ground running. Uh, Bernardo Bernardo Silva got um, Manchester City off and running in the 53rd minute uh, to make it 2-1 and then Ireland just ran the show and uh, could have scored a couple more, but they, they look really ominous.
5: Just a quick one. I know uh, Dina wants to ask you about James Johnston, but uh, one of our listeners, Thomas, said, Ray and Mossin, to be fair, any comment on Liverpool versus Man U last weekend? Of course, that was 2-1 to Man U. Yeah,
19: that's right. And we we covered it last week uh, or during the week, Ray. um, And they've been poor. Um, Mm. You know, I think everyone knows I I believe Liverpool. I I love the club, but um, you've got to call it for what it is. And uh, their intensity hasn't been good. I, I trace it back to the Crystal Palace game and a, and a goal um, that was scored there a sucker I think it was um, and um, it just uh, the intensity to close the ball stop the attack and then and then close the ball inside the area by Virgil van Dijk who's usually absolutely spot on with his intensity and everything that he does just uh, since there that, that Liverpool were half a yard off and uh, so it proved over the next couple of weeks but um, tonight they uh, or Early this morning, they uh, they certainly turned it around. Now they've got to go on with it.
6: Yeah, back home, Mossy Football Australia. The CEO, James Johnston, extends his contract.
19: He has, Bulldog. He's uh, he's done a good job, James, uh, since he came in uh, a few years ago. He had a contract until the end of 2023. That's been extended till the end of 2024. So that takes... Um, Takes into account um, a big, big couple of years. There's the Men's World Cup in Qatar, obviously, the Women's World Cup that we're co hosting with New Zealand. There's the Asian Cup in 2023 and then the Paris Olympics 2024. So good to have stability at the top mm. when we're going into uh, a, a two year period like that.
5: Very much. Hey, Mossy, just hang on for a sec for our Brisbane listeners. They're going to leave us now for past the post, but of course, you can keep listening to us over the internet. Mossy, I just wanted to ask you about the Champions League. Draw and Ange Postacoglu Celtic. They've got a tough group.
19: They have, but uh, <laughs> gee, whiz Ray? Uh, you know, Ange is uh, is exactly the type to embrace a trip to uh, the Bernabeu, He'd love the
5: uh, challenge, uh, wouldn't he? He'd uh, love that
19: challenge. Real Madrid. How yeah. good is that? Yeah. We're going to see Harry Kill and Ange Postecoglou in the technical area in the Champions League against Real Madrid. Mm. That's, uh, I mean, that's just fairy tale stuff um, for uh, for Ange and, and all Australians and. Um, you know we shouldn't um, we shouldn't leave it there as well. I've got uh, Leipzig as well, which um, you know has some Aussie connections from from over the years as well, and, and Shakhtar as well. But um, Liverpool are in the group with uh, with Rangers uh, and Napoli and, and Ajax. Uh, I think group, the yeah. other mm. the other group too that um, that is well, that they're all interesting groups. It's the Champions League for goodness mm. sake. But um, Chelsea are drawn with Milan, Salzburg, and uh, Zagreb. Uh, You've got Manchester City in there with uh, Sevilla, um, Sevilla, sorry, Dortmund and Copenhagen. And Copenhagen, of course, has Matty Ryan um, between the sticks and Andrew Clark, the um, ex-socceroos conditioning coach who is at Copenhagen. So that's a great group for them, Dortmund and Manchester City. Mm. Um, Some fantastic challenges there as well. Yeah,
5: outstanding. Mossy's multi for the next few days, mate?
19: Yeah, let's get into it. Newcastle to beat uh, Wolves away. (coughs) Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Spurs. To beat Forest away, and I'm. Ah, this is a tough one to tip. Villa and West Ham. West Ham haven't been good. David Moyes under severe pressure there. They're holding up the table at the moment. Um, and Stephen Gerrard under a bit of pressure at Villa as well. But I'm going to tip a draw here. I think West Ham will get a fighting draw okay. away to Villa. So Newcastle in the Spurs into a Villa West Ham draw.
5: Hey, Terrific. Thanks so much, Phil. Liverpool are finally on the board with the win. Let's hope they can keep surging from here and appreciate your thoughts, as always, on a Sunday morning. Pleasure. Have a great day. Thanks, Mossy. There's Phil Mossy. He's happy now. Liverpool are back in the winner's list. Here's the news.
17: Hello, I'm Sarah Wombe. The Federal Nationals leader is urging the government to make sure an Indigenous voice to Parliament isn't a lost opportunity to address serious issues in remote communities. The Prime Minister has been joined by NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal at a press conference in Sydney after the sports superstar requested a meeting to rally support for the move. David Littleproud is concerned there's been a lot of symbolism about the voice, but very little detail.
1: This can't be just for those Indigenous Australians in Redfern. It has to shift the dial for those in Cunnamulla, in Wilcannia or in Alice Springs. And this is why the Government needs to give us the detail. They need to be genuine about how we're going to shift the dial for our First Nations people.
17: Drivers are being warned fuel prices will rise as the Federal Government stands firm on plans to end the fuel excise discount. The halving of the fuel excise is due to expire in a month, returning to its regular rate of 44.2 cents per litre. Mark Mackenzie from the Australasian Convenience and Petroleum Marketers Association is urging motorists not to panic.
1: The issue for us is to make sure that we don't get a run on our service stations in the lead up so that we end up with problems with some areas being out of stock.
17: The Queensland Government is launching a new tourism campaign. $4.5 million will be spent encouraging Southerners to book a holiday in the Sunshine State before the end of the year. It's hoped the campaign will generate 6.7 million visitors and inject more than $4 billion into the local economy. Three people have been killed in separate crashes on Victorian roads. Gail Watson reports. All three occurred within the space of two hours on Saturday afternoon. Two motorbike riders were killed, both in the Gippsland region. Meantime, in the outskirts of Melbourne in Ferntree Gully, the female passenger of a silver vehicle, which was allegedly speeding and took off from police, was killed when the car collided with two other vehicles. Victoria's Professional Standards Command is now involved in the investigation. An explosive device has damaged a car belonging to the Australian embassy. A convoy of cars was travelling through Iraq's capital when the bomb went off. The car sustained minor damage and the attack has not been immediately claimed. There are calls for a major overhaul of the greyhound racing industry, with fears breeding numbers are higher than ever. A new report has found the number of dogs being adopted has also plateaued in the last three years. The Protection of Greyhounds Coalition spokeswoman Kylie Field says there are too many animals being discarded by the industry.
10: Every time a female greyhound has a litter of 8 to 13 pups, one of those dogs may be a racing dog, and the others are discarded or oh. We don't know what happens to them, so there's there's no cap on breeding. There's no legislation to cap any breeding of greyhounds.
17: Also in news, NASA is preparing to launch its unpiloted Artemis 1 rocket for a 42-day voyage around the moon. And in a nation-first, Coles is trialling a bring-your-own-deli container scheme at its South Australian stores. It's part of a trial to help shoppers reduce packaging waste. This is Air News. News. <sighs> The Rabbitohs have locked in a final spot with a crucial 20-10 to 10 win over the Cowboys in the NRL. South's coach Jason Demetrio says it was an anxious week leading up to the match.
20: No one spoke about it. It was obviously about the two points and nothing changed for us. We tried to keep it about that. but. It definitely allows the shackles to come off a little bit looking forward.
17: The Raiders have down the Sea Eagles 48-6. to The Sharks beat the Bulldogs 16-0 while in the women's match the Roosters beat the Broncos 28-8. to The Eagles have emerged winners in round one of the AFLW season beating Port Adelaide by 12 points. West Coast were down by two goals at three quarter tie but staged a comeback in the final term kicking four goals to win 40-28. Coach Michael Pryor says the side had great cohesion, despite eight players running out for their first game with the club.
5: A few debutants, but a few girls that have also played AFLW before, so we, we weren't too sure. This is going to help bring them together pretty quickly, so really pleased with what they all brought. There was no one that I thought um, really struggled with the tempo of the game.
17: Wins also to the Bombers, Saints and Kangaroos. And in the English Premier League, Liverpool has thrashed Bournemouth nine goals to nil. Arsenal, Manchester City, Brighton, Chelsea and Manchester United all celebrating winds. Australian Independent Radio News.
20: Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. Heads up punters, the Sticky and Smokey crew are at it again, but this time it's all
2: about the supercars big one. Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the chance to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000 with full weekend hospitality packages, grid walk, track lap and accommodation included. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au and register your details. And make sure you keep an eye out for Sticky and Smoky in your local IGA. Supercars
0: never. T- Tasted so good. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now.
11: Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1800 858 858. Foreign owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition
20: Proprietary Limited, Melbourne.
2: Spring is here and the racing is heating up. Get your fun back on track at City Tattersall's Club Cup Day. Featuring magnificent racing, a vibrant trackside atmosphere and award-winning hospitality. City Tattersall's Club Cup Day, next Saturday at Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au.
17: On the big sports
13: breakfast,
5: interstate weather. Sydney today, mostly sunny, a top of 21. Melbourne, partly cloudy and 20. Brisbane, shower two, 23 degrees in Brisbane. Over in Perth, a shower two as well, top of just 16 degrees. Adelaide, mostly sunny, lovely Sunday there in Adelaide, 22 degrees today. Hobart, mostly sunny and 18. Darwin, clubhouse leader again, Dino, sunny Sunday, top of 33 degrees in Darwin. And the nation's capital, partly cloudy, a top of 18 for Canberra.
7: Watch the world on
4: World I do, I do and On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast weekend.
5: And welcome back to the show for our final hour. As we've been doing some in excess clips all through the show, we're very shortly hoping to get Gary Beers, the in excess bass guitarist and songwriter, live from LA. What are you, are you getting a bit nervous, are you doing? he might no, come on? Gary
6: picks up, that's all. We've made a lot of dance. You did and text dance. him during
5: the week, didn't you? Yeah, no,
6: I spoke to him. I'll tell i tell you what, if he him.
5: doesn't, it doesn't matter. I've enjoyed listening to the in excess songs right through this. Well, show. this
6: studio right here, Ray, mm-hmm. where we sit, mm-hmm. is in French's Forest. Correct. And they are from around this area. Yeah. They went to Forest High.
5: Yeah, he went to Forest High. Davidson
6: he. High. And yeah. then uh, I know Michael Hutchins went to Kalani. High. Where did you go to? What's That's where to? I went to school. Killarney I didn't High. see Michael. Okay. I think they might have gone to Kalani for maybe a year while Davidson High was being built. Okay. But they're all from around this French Forest Manly, That's Forestville yeah, area. Yeah,
5: no, exactly. So we're hoping to talk to Gary Beers very shortly. He loves his Manly Seagulls. Hasn't been a great year for him, but we'll hopefully get him in LA. Tanya with a sports update and Phil Roth will join us a little later in this hour with the NRL News. Well, I'm pleased to say that Gary Beers is on the line. We were hoping we could talk about a Manly win for him today, but unfortunately it's been a, a sad end of the season for the Seagulls. They were beaten yesterday 48-6 by Canberra in Canberra. It puts the Raiders into the eight. Let's get Gary Beers' thoughts on that and all things NRL and indeed in excess. Gary Beers, good morning and good afternoon in LA. Good morning. How are you going? Uh, terrific. Thanks for joining us. And when Dino said he was going to get you on, Gary, I, I said, um, what team does he follow? And he said, you're a manly tragic. Is that the best way to describe you?
22: Yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up in French's Forest and I, I actually grew up, you know, Brookie Oval on the hill with my dad just watching, you know, Fulton and, you know, Randall and all the guys run around. Mm. And uh, and so, yes, it's
6: in the blood, it's in the family.
22: But sadly, this year has gone backwards.
6: Gary, what do you remember those great days at Brookie mm. on the Hill? I mean, my father and I went to Brookie on the Hill too. <laughs> but you look back as you get older, and they're such great memories, aren't they? And, and memories that you share with your family. Well, yeah. I mean, just go, you know, watch...
22: You know, I remember players like Herman Hamilton and Ray yeah. Brannigan and and, and and you know, I think I caught just the end of Ken Irvine's career when I was a little 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 guy. But we watching Fulton run around and just uh, the atmosphere of booking, you know, and all and sadly, you know, if you look back the punch ups and what sort of the softening period
6: is. we started calling. <laughs> wasn't yeah. much soft about it.
21: <laughs> yeah, but just
22: and just you know, and as a kid you'd run around and play with other kids on the hill and, and then you sort of watch all the guys going in and out sort of the sheds all beaten up and bloody and, and this, yeah, you know, And it's it's just, um you know, it's just a big part of you, you, you growing up and it's it's kinda of like the, the tribal thing that that you yeah, know, most most kids my age would remember growing up
7: with. Mm.
5: And it was sort of a golden era for club too, wasn't it, Gary Premiership seventy two, seventy three, seventy six, seventy eight yeah. by memory. Bozo was it he was just he was the player when I was growing up, and I remember trying to get the, the Scanlon's bubblegum footy cards. You could never get Bob Fulton. You could never get Bozo, <laughs> and he, used to trade him. He probably
6: bought them all. Probably did.
5: But um, they were just a great era, and and they were just a phenomenal club at the time, Gary. Yeah, no, it was like a
22: top club
7: amid
22: you know all the top clubs. I mean, South at like McCarthys just had a great team, yep. and Roosters. Balmain had a great team, and and uh, you know just. Yeah, West had a great team. Um, there were some really good players going around. So Manly, you know, at,
6: at their height, which is really, you know, earning it. So mm. it was a really good time to watch football. Gary, did you play much? What do you think you might have played for the, the local team? That I've got a soft spot for Forest Rugby at one point. And when did you go into music? Yeah, um, music, I started late with music, but I was I played footy
22: all through high school. I, I played. Um, rugby league on I think Saturdays and Union on Sundays or whatever around but I played for for Belrose um, for most of the time and then I played for um, Forest for Ferrets and then I played for in rugby I played just for for, for Forest Forest rugby mm. but um, yeah I, I was the whole week was training and, and weekends was playing and I, I wasn't very good at it you know? to in, in both codes but um, you know I, I, I loved it you know, me and my mates all played so it was uh, a really yeah, it, that instilled my complete love for the game. I mean, it's probably good that I wasn't very good at it because as, as music came along, I I thought I'd better start protecting my hands. So, I, um
7: <laughs> down, you know,
22: yeah. music took over
5: exactly. Any other boys from the NXS, The band themselves play play footy growing up?
22: No, they're all they're all into the, the river dance. They're all into the AFL. I mean, yes, really? the, the three boys, <laughs> the Farris boys, are from Perth. Yeah. They well, actually, the river dance is really soccer, so I'm a bit mean because I know AFL is is a very tough game. But um, and Kirk's the same He's from Melbourne. So and Michael didn't really follow any sport, to be honest. He was more into the girls. So um, yeah, they, nothing they all, wrong with that, Gary. Yeah, I got him into. I, I got exactly. Well, I, I won't say I wasn't into the girls, um, but I got Tim into into rugby. He, he lives in he lives in Arabic and follows Manly, but. I took him to a state of origin decider at at at, um, the city football stadium, and that just really really changed his life. So he's he's a real
6: avid manly follower now. Gary, how do you watch it over there? Do you Mm -hmm. get up at all hours to watch your your mighty seagulls? And I assume you watch it on the app, do you? Yeah, I watch it on the There's a um, Watch NRL app
22: which we get. I think it's it's, I think it's associated with, with Fox Fox. Yeah. So it's, I get all the I get all the shows too. I get all the, you know. You talk about Buzz Rothfield. I, you know, watch all the shows he's on and and all the um, you know uh, all the NRL shows. Yeah. I get them as well. But all the games are there, and I can watch them whenever I want to watch them. So I don't have to sit up all night. But yeah, and also if it's a game like. Yeah, you know, the one we just watched with Manly, I can I can fast forward it because if I know I
6: know where it's going. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, I don't. I, the torch you can stop. Yeah. Gary, do you think Buzz's got rock star looks? I mean, you'd know. Oh, <laughs> be careful with this one, Gary. <laughs> um, He's on next week. yeah, sure. <laughs> he was quite a looker in his day. He certainly he got a rock. Yeah. He's certainly got a rock star attitude.
5: <laughs> he has, yeah. Hey, again, when you're over there, I'll ask you what you're doing in L.A. these days, but with NRL, do you, any of your family follow it with you? Have you got any mates who follow the sport over there as well? Does it even resonate with the American public? Um, you know, I, I wish they'd have more games over here. I know they had a state of origin in L.A. back in
22: the 80s, Um but if I had more if I had a World Cup here, it'd take off Wow Yeah, oh. you know, even Americans are sick of the are sick of the you know, American football because it's just it, it you know, one game takes six hours with all the all the hold ups. Mm. Um but now I've got I've got a couple of mates I watch I, I yeah you know, I watch it with, but um Toby Rand, the singer in my new band over here, he's he's a Melbourne supporter. So, yeah, you know, um it's a tough one there. Especially you know, I get one once in a blue moon I get I get one over him, like when Manly beat the Storm recently, but then they lost every game ever since. So, you
21: know,
22: it, it's, a, it's a it's a fine line with that friendship. But, um, no, I, I just tend to watch it with myself or my, or my son. Yep. I'm getting him into it. He's born here, obviously, but he's getting into rugby.
6: Gary, there are plans, touch wood, fingers crossed, mm. uh, of taking a game there uh, early next year. Manly are one of the clubs that have been touted mm as potentially playing in California. Souths were going to, but they have said, no, they won't go now. So, look, it's a tough slog to crack that American market. But I always say, Gary, and you, you may agree with me, if Rugby League could corner you know, 1% of the market, mm. it'd be flying. It would. I mean, you've had a couple
22: of players obviously come over and and play the American football. And, um, you know, I, I think other Types of players would do well, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, instead of just the, the fast running ones, um, I mean, some of the, the big. I mean, so was it the 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 Melbourne prop, would, Solomona. Yeah. He'd probably do pretty well.
5: Big tall boy. He's, yeah.
22: he's a mountain. He probably yes. do pretty well, but. I think, and it's fast too, so that's the thing, is that most of the American footballers, they're, they're big and they you know, the ones that do defense, and, but they're not fast. Mm. Their job is to get zillions of dollars just standing there and stopping the other guy running through. So, I think we, I think if it was done properly, they'd do well, but I know Rugby League and Rugby Union would do well here if they had a World Cup and, mm. and made a big deal of it, because it's, it's, it's the only reason it probably hasn't is because we don't have any breaks, and, and therefore they can't, flog you know, their advert, advertising. <laughs>
5: yeah, that's a good um, point. Because
22: yeah. it's all about the money, you know. Like so, but I just know it's a much. Everyone goes on oh, as much. You know, I see it, it's a much tougher sport than wearing gear and it's like mm. any protective gear. And I know, I know, I could do well. It's just yeah. a matter of someone taking that taking the effort to to make it work. I mean,
5: yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah, hey Gary, what, what are you doing with yourselves these days? You're obviously based in LA, still writing songs, and you mentioned a band. We give them a plug.
22: Yeah, I've got a, a new band um, called Ash and Moon, and we we released half a record as COVID hit, and then we uh, had to cancel all our tours, and then cancel the follow-up tour the next year. So we kind of just pulled back a bit, um, and now we're just starting to get back out there and play, and, and we're going to release the full album final because mm. we made a great record. Um, actually, you know, recorded at my at my my house, but. Um, Yeah, it's kind of old school stuff. We rehearse in the garage and record it in in my little studio at the house. So, um, yeah, it's it's a really good band. I'm with, as I said, I got the singers from Australia. I met him at a party here, as you do, and then. uh, But other than that, I've just got my little writing studio, and um, this year has been mainly more family orientated because we sold our house and we moved. So, you know, the last couple of weeks, especially, he's moving into a new rental place until we work out the next step for the the family. But Mm Um, yeah, it's just, I'm just uh,
6: that's slotted into the music system here, so it's just, yeah, it's fun. Gary, who wins the NRL premiership? I got to say, this
22: final. I know Mammy's out, and that's a bummer, but it's great to see teams like the Cowboys and, and the Sharks back in, there, and Brisbane. I hope get back in there because Brisbane. Well, they 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 flogged us. They flogged Mammy back back earlier in the year, but what a game! I mean. Mm. Just seeing Adam Reynolds just slot into the, into the team and take it over has been really amazing to watch. So, but the the eight you know the final eight are really exciting bunch of teams and, and a lot of really entertaining teams. So I think mm. the final series is going to be amazing. And you know, the Storm, of course, have picked up their game right at the end. And and but you know, teams like like this like the Sharks. I think the Sharks have got a really good chance of doing it. And I think. Penrith, yeah, you know, they might they might choke on the you know right at the end. Who knows? I mean, it's really open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you don't put it past a storm. They just they just you know they just don't seem to. And and roosters too. I mean, I haven't actually seen the don't know the result of the storm versus
5: the roosters. so I could be talking through my back. Uh, 1814 no, roosters. Yeah. yeah, absolute epic it was. Oh, they, yeah.
22: Wow, well, I look forward to watch it now. You've ruined it for me, but <laughs> oh, so
5: oh, um... <laughs> <mate. laughs> No, well, it's look, worth it's watching. Up. Trust me, it's an incredible game.
22: <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, both teams have really raised, you know, raised the stakes right at the end, which is which is how it works. Yeah, that's what Manly did at the end of last year. So, um, I don't know it, it can't put it past the Roosters. I mean, everyone wrote them off so early, but you know they're peaking at the right time, and, it's, and a lot of it comes down to injuries too. It I does, mean, Tom looking good but they're they're kind of you know they they lost Pappenhausen, they have got a some injuries that might really hurt them in the in the finals.
5: So yeah.
22: you know, manly, you know, we're looking so good and then injuries just wiped them out as well as a bad attitude.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, it's fair enough, yeah. Hey great summation. Hey Gary, um to preview our interview with we, we've played some of In Excess's greatest hits over the years. I know you wrote some of them. Have you got a favorite In Excess song? I do. I
22: mean they yeah, kind of easy to pick ones that I didn't write because Andrew and Michael were so you know, prolific. But, yeah. you know, Suicide Blonde and What You Need are two of my favorites because they're always was so much fun to play live. Um, and Listen Like Thieves, I did write the music for. Oh, and, wow. Um, that's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. That's what, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, obviously, we, back in the earlier in the day, we used to write The Room, so Don't Change was a co-write. So, yeah, it's, they all vary and I all have different memories of them for different reasons but yeah,
6: they're all like, like our babies and I love them
5: all. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Gary, still in touch with the InXS band members? Do you still sort of chat over the phone or have you lost touch with them? Or?
22: Yeah, I had a chat with Tim a few weeks ago. It just yeah, Tim usually stay in touch um, mainly because we're still, we're still, for want of a better term, it's still a, a business. We're still in mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, It's still a brand and we still got to maintain it and, and kind of look after it um so we're all obviously always in touch as far as you know okaying users of songs and this and that and um so we're all we're in touch you know two or three times a week on emails Mm -hmm. um and as I said I rang Tim out of the blue the other day and just had a good old chat because Tim and I you know we were were the 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 fun side of stage so to speak on tour so he and I got pretty close and then as I said I got him into rugby league so yeah, you know, we have more, you know things in common more than we used to, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, um, but I haven't been I haven't been back to Oz for a very long time. So I've been back once I think since 2012. So yeah. I've really got to pull my finger out and get back there.
5: Yeah, I think they're going to actually change you. I think they're knocking down the high school, aren't they? Forest High's getting knocked down. Dino, That's I think. That's the plan. And, I think, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Hey, just a quick one, Gary. That's the last time I was back. Yeah, well, you'll, it'll be different when you come home. Hey, Gary, one of our listeners has sms Hey, boys, can you ask Gary his favourite Michael Hutchins memory?
22: Oh, God, there's so many of them. You know, mm-hmm.
5: I mean... I think, I think, did, we, did we lose Gary there? there. That, that question was from Fitzy. I hope we've still got Gary there. Um we might have lost him, uh, but that was fascinating. And he hasn't has, hasn't got his he hasn't got an American accent. He's still got an Australian accent. Isn't that great to hear? And he's still very much in the music scene and um, loves his footy. Knew his footy, Dino.
6: When he messages me, Ray, mm. the depth he goes into about rugby league's extraordinary. We just, For heard, a bloke who, we just who, heard who it. lives yeah. so far away, he knows
5: every player and who's going well and who's yeah. not going well and. What teams are going well? We're just trying to get him back online. Hopefully we can just ask him that question again. It was from Fitzy. Um, and he thinks the Sharkies. I know you and Zorb, well, uh, so Basel have a different view, but you and Zorb aren't too sure that they're quite ready maybe next year. But they've got people like Dale Finucan, who's been there and done that and some of those experience props. We've, I think we've got Gary back on the line. Hey, Gary, are you there, mate? <laughs> Yeah, mate. I am. That's all right. No, no, well, I'll just ask you again. It's from Fitzy, one of our listeners. Hey, boys, can you ask Gary his favourite Michael Hutchins memory?
22: Yeah, well, it was just, you know, Michael came back from living in LA, you know, when he was just finishing high school. And that's when I'd met Andrew. And we got Michael but He kept saying, wait till you meet Michael, he's going to sing for our band. So we got him back and he sang for the first band that I had with Andrew called Dr. Dolphin. And they're, you know, obviously touring together through all our lives. I've adult lives, mm. there's a lot of memories there. But that was my favourite kind of memory was meeting Michael, who was a, a shy guy with acne, you know. Not the greatest singer, but just had something. And mm. then just all driving around in my in my E J Holden, you know, just getting to know each other and and playing gigs and, and growing together. I mean, that's kind of my fondest memory of Michael's when
5: I first met him. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Aren't
6: they great memories, Gary, mm. when you look back and yeah, I'm in my 50s now but that era yeah, you know, around the 80s with sangled, you know in excess yeah. you had midnight all you had so many great pub bands and mm. whether up the northern beaches or down in the Shire or heading out west of Sydney it was just a great time great for, for rock to music see the bands in, Sydney, in pubs you know so. up close and personal
22: mm. well yeah it all never happen again sadly because mm. I mean I you know, I just had a bit of a, a thing on my Facebook page about about the 45th anniversary I couldn't help but saying it, it would never happen these days or it would never have happened without the, those you know, particular six guys and the three brothers. And the yeah, Circumstances really helped us become you know, who we were and being able to play and you know, compete with and grow with those bands like the Oils and Chisel and the Angels and you know, the say Boys, all those yeah. great bands and Richard and all those, you know, growing up, you know, on stage in the pubs was just such a, an experience that I'll never ever take for granted or forget I mean I just got to see the oils recently they, they did their final LA show about a month ago two months ago and it was just brilliant yeah. absolutely brilliant
5: No, gee, it's been fantastic that walking down memory lane, remembering that the pub era of bands back in the 80s, I was in the same era as Dino, it was just fantastic seeing NXS in their prime. Um, And taking a walk down memory lane with NRL with you too, Gary, about the great manly sides of the 70s, the great Bozo Fulton doing his thing at Brookie, Terrific memories. Really appreciate you coming on um, live from LA today. It's been great talking to you, Gary. Good luck to the Seagulls next year, and so we we're going with the Sharkies from you to to win the premiership.
22: Yeah, I think the Sharkies. I mean, I'd be happy if the Sharkies or the Cowboys just did it because they're you know they've had a really good season. I would also love Adam Reynolds because I think he's an amazing yeah. halfback and an amazing little general. I think I'd be happy to see the Broncos, but I'm not sure He may have left their run a bit late, but. You know, it, it's it's kind of like it, as long as it's not Melbourne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah. Gee, that manly yeah. Melbourne well, hatred I'm, still I'm, lives, I'm doesn't
21: <laughs> it? But, yeah,
22: the battle. I was there for the Battle of Brookie. Are you were there yeah, that night? There.
5: Wow. Yeah.
21: yeah, I took
22: my. Yeah, I was there with my my now my wife, you know, American wife, and we were there we were there that night and we were there in the sheds afterwards. My wife watching all the beefcake walking around in their underwear <laughs> and. <laughs> I had a good chat, good good chat to to Desi, just saying he's like, don't worry about it. We'll get him in the you know, in the finals, and he and did. And you did.
5: It
22: was amazing.
5: Well, Gary, you'll have to come back next year, and hopefully the Seagulls are charging towards the finals again. You've you said you haven't been home for a while, so you might be due for a visit. Hey, Gary, it's been an honour to have you on our show this morning. Thanks so much, and and best of luck going forward.
22: Thanks, boys. All the best, and uh, yeah,
21: here's to the Seagulls next year.
5: Good on you, thanks, Gary. Thank There's you, Gary Beers, the bass guitarist of in Excess. Wasn't that a walk down memory lane? Both footy and the old era of these great bands at the pub, Dean. We had an SMS from Keithy who said he saw NXS in, in 1980 at Cremorne Hotel. There were 30 people in the audience and singing a song called In Vain, so which was a great hit.
6: Isn't it funny, Ray? You always mm. think of rock and roll stars as being these left field and yeah. out there and crazy. And you speak to Gary Beers and he's just normal a normal bloke, bloke sat quietly in the hill brookie, spoken, yeah. loves his uh, seagulls. Mm. And as you say, sat in the hill growing up with his father. Like we all did
5: when we were kids. And his memories of Michael Hutchins when he first intro- introduced to him of a, a young teenager with acne, um, quite shy. You wouldn't believe he'd be shy. He's an extrovert on stage, wasn't he, Michael And Look what he became, one of the greatest rock stars and singers probably of all time.
6: I remember he went to the school. I went to Ray, mm. Kalani Heights High School. And one of my mates got a book from the library. And remember the old days, you, f- you have to pull a card yeah, out, out of the, the back of the book.
5: Inside of the front cover. And you'd yeah. write your name yeah. on the
6: card. And he pulled it, and there it was, Michael Hutchins. Wow. Yeah. And he said, do you think I should keep it? Mm. And he didn't. He put it back in, mm. and the book went back in. Great memory. Probably a collector's eye. It would be now. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah.
5: That was great. We really enjoyed chatting to Gary Beers, the NRL tragic manly fan, but hopefully he'll come back and see him do well next year. We better take a quick break. Listen to Dino and Ray in the big sports breakfast weekend.
4: Inside, inside, every single one of us, the Devon inside. Devon inside, Devon inside, every single
8: Mum, it's Father's Day soon.
9: Give us your best dad joke, Lionel. Really? No. You'll find brilliant gift
8: ideas for dads at Bing Lee, like wireless headphones, Bluetooth speakers...
9: Smartphones.
8: Nespresso coffee machines.
9: smart watches. And
8: remember, what dads want most is a simple
9: phone call. OK, everyone call, Lionel. No! It was a dad joke. Might be your kids. You think? Nah. Bing
20: Lee. Better living every day. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop.
10: G'day, it's Sean Garlick here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls, we even have junior pies that you can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat.
6: It's on again, Ray, the renowned Big Sports Breakfast Grand Final Lunch. Uh, This year, the entire BSB team are heading to the Grand Pavilion at Rose Hill Racecourse on Wednesday, September 28, where the midweek Rose Hill races will be in full swing. Don't miss an afternoon of big laughs, good food, and even better company as you mingle with NRL and racing royalty. And, of course, have Sky Racing's analysts doing their best to help you with a winner or two on the Rose Hill card, plus preview Saturday's tab Group 1 Epsom Day. Get your tickets now at australianturfclub.com.au
0: Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app The Kosciuszko, tickets on sale now
11: Entry open in New South Wales residence only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorized under New South Wales permit number G O C S C 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers at one 800
20: 858
4: 858
16: so that's a little more pleasant listening to How Michael it. sing it than the you knee. next to me in the car <laughs> moving right we along. Won't, we won't go there, now. <laughs> South Sydney has booked a spot in the NRL finals after a 20-10 win over North Sydney, North Sydney, North Queensland last night at a core stadium. A big crowd at Shark Park for Cronulla's last home game of the regulation season. They beat Canterbury 16-0. Wasn't their best game, but a nice way to farewell Aidan Tolman and Andrew Fifita and go to second place on the ladder. And Canberra annihilated the hapless Manly 48-6 to jump into the top eight. In the NRLW, the Roosters have gone two from two, defeating the Broncos 28-8. Today the West Tigers play St George Illawarra, followed by Gold Coast and Newcastle. In the NRLW, the Eels play the Dragons at 12 and the Titans meet the Knights at 6.30. In the Rugby Championships, Australia beat World Champ South Africa 25-17 in the match at the Adelaide Oval. Coach Dave Rennie said his forwards matched it well with the Springboks. Former NRL player Marika Corribiti was one of the Wallabies who starred on the night. Also in Adelaide, the Wallaroos went down to New Zealand 22-14. Over in Christchurch, in just the second time in their history, Michael Checker's Argentina defeated the All Blacks 25-18. The victory gives Argentina successive wins in the championships now for the very first time after their impressive win over the Aussies two weeks ago. Kibu could give trainers Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott their second successive Golden Rose after a brilliant win in the up-and-coming stakes at Rose Hill yesterday. One of Kibu's main opponents could be Sweet Ride, who was equally as impressive taking out the San Domenico stakes. At Caulfield, Snap Dancer burst into the Tab Everest mix by holding off I'm Thunderstruck to win a thrilling Group 1 Memsey stakes. Australia will play its top team against Zimbabwe today. That match actually starting very soon in Townsville in the first of three one-day cricket matches. Meantime, England wrapped up the second test against South Africa at Old Trafford overnight by an innings and 85 runs inside three days to level the series at one all. Liverpool defeated Bournemouth nine nil overnight, which equals the biggest win in English Premier League history. With the first two goals in the third and sixth minute. Elsewhere, Southampton nil, Man United one, Brentford and Everton one all, Brighton one, Leeds nil, Chelsea two one over Leicester, Man City four, Crystal Palace two, and Arsenal two one over Fulham. The F1 has returned after the summer break with the race this weekend in Belgium. Ferrari's Carlos Sainz has pole. Max Verstappen qualified fastest but will start from 15th after receiving a grid penalty for using too many engine parts. His Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez will start from second. Fernando Alonso third and the Mercedes double of Hamilton Russell. Fourth and fifth, Dan Ricardo will start from seventh. Now Charles Leclerc, who was just four eighty points behind the leader Verstappen on the drivers championship, also received a grid penalty and he'll be on sixteenth after the team fitted him with the wrong tires. Round three of the two are championships in Atlanta this morning and Scotty Scheffler leads by one shot. He's at 19 under par to Xander Schaffeli, who's at 18 under. We've got Sungjae Im on 16 under, Rory McElroy 15 under and there are four players at 14 under. Adam Scott is at minus eight and Cam Smith minus four. And the U.S. Tennis Open starts tomorrow night in New York with no Novak Djokovic as he has been refused entry into the country because of his vaccination status and Roger Federer is still injured. Daniel Medvedev and Igor Swiatek are the top seeds and it'll be the last time we see the goat of women's tennis, Serena Williams, who will retire after her home tournament of which she has won seven times. Unfortunately, Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis have drawn each other mm. in the first round. Serena's also going to play doubles with Venus, both over 40. Yeah, Venus is still going as well. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Venus is older. She's 42, I think. Serena's 41. That's amazing. That'll be bigger than Ben Hur, can you imagine, when she bows out? The goat. Or whatever um, Mm. round she does. Yeah, but she's just just spectacular. Mm. So tomorrow night, boys, I believe our time, a meeting will be held with the FIA Contract Recognition Board for Arbitration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> clear as mud. To sort out this drama with oh. Aussie driver Oscar Piastri, mm. um, the boss of Alpine um, is not real happy with him. Now Oscar is under, for one of a better word, work experience with um, with the it's 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 looked it's Alpine, but they call it Alpine. I think the okay. Alpine team. He's been work experience for them for quite some time. They've got him ready for Formula One, and they expected him to take the vacant seat because Fernando yeah, Alonso mm. is is leaving now. He's not real happy. He didn't really want that when he found out that Dan Ricciardo was leaving McLaren. And he's pretty much more or less signed with not has, signed, but yeah. he's yeah, with McLaren now. And even the boss of Alpine has said he knows that, that's that's mm. a fact. And he's not happy at all. They're gonna so they're going to this um arbitration to find out what rights they have. But Oscar's team says that he has a get out clause. Mm. So what where does that leave Dan Ricciardo? Now the best seat left is with um is with um This team with Alpine, so because Oscar doesn't want that seat, Fernando Alonso is going, Mm. so whether they swap or not, so not sure. But then there is thought that Fernando Alonso um, may go to Alpha or. Um, Daniel can take that Alpine spot. I'm not sure. If you're with Alpine,
5: though, wouldn't you prefer to let the guy go? If he doesn't want to be with you, let him go. And then try and get Ricardo with somebody else. Young Oscar doesn't want to be there. He wants to go to McLaren. But you
16: don't want to set a trend, do you? You know, you put all the hard work and the money into somebody. His heart's not in it, though. But I've got a better spot here. I'll see you later. I'll I'll take that. His heart's not in it, though. Yeah, so so the boss has questioned the young man, the young Aussie's integrity. I
5: know. Tough Tough gig. Your favourite In Excess song, Tim?
16: Oh dear. Well, In Excess is really a soundtrack to my youth. I As think ours, we could probably yeah. all say yeah. that. So I like Don't Change because that was one of their. Mm. one of their early ones. I mean, I love them all, but that was probably the one, you know, because Top it was one of the early me. ones, yeah. yeah. But I, I do love Just Keep Walking because I like saying to people, shut up, brothers, just keep walking. <laughs> <Yeah. No. laughs> so many songs
5: in it. And it's just a catalogue of massive hits. I know, how
16: talented. And how yeah. wonderful is it that we live in an era that mm. someone like Gary, who are, NRL, are league tragics like us, mm. can go and live in another country and still be invested in yeah. it, know exactly what's going on, you know, like – 30 years ago, you move overseas, you don't And he still spawn. loves it, yeah. Yeah. And it
5: wasn't easy to talk to.
16: Gee, he was easy to talk to. And yeah. he knew
5: his sport, he knew his NRL, That's right. Yeah.
16: Pappenhausen was, you know, out for the season and, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. Fascinating. Brilliant, yeah. yeah.
5: No, it was really well done. Hey, thanks, Tam. Before we take a quick break, I just want to send a, a quick cheerio to, to Kerry Glover. She's currently in Canberra Hospital with leukemia. I know Tom, her husband, um, is going there now. And their children are flying in from overseas to see their mother. So look, to Kerry, um, very best of luck. Tom and the family, our thoughts are with you. Listening to Dino and Ray in the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend.
8: Mum, it's Father's Day soon.
9: Give us your best dad joke, Lionel. Really? No.
8: You'll find brilliant gift ideas for dads at Bing Lee, like wireless headphones, Bluetooth speakers...
9: Smartphones.
8: Nespresso coffee machines.
9: smart watches. And
8: remember, what dads want most is a simple phone call.
9: Okay, everyone call, Lionel. No! It was a dad joke. Might be your kids. You think? Nah.
8: Bing Lee.
2: Better living every day. Heads up punters, the Sticky and Smoky crew are at it again, but this time it's all about the supercars big one. Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the chance to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000 with full weekend hospitality packages, grid walk, track lap and accommodation included. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au and register your details. And make sure you keep an eye out for Sticky and Smoky in your local IGA. Supercars never tasted so good
10: G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlows Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother, Nathan, and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and filling which is just bursting with flavor. You can find us in Coles and Woolworths, but only in the chilled meal section. If you can't see us, grab the manager and say, where are the garlo's Pies? Because at Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat
4: car driving, sleek and modern, public transit, photos waiting, bloods and glass, three points of rain, carpet lining, seats reclining, the words are moves on talking, shove it brother just keep walking, on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend,
5: welcome back to the show, Tan's favourite song that one, it Just was. Keep Walking,
6: Mm. There's just so many, obviously, in oh, excess. a catalogue of. Uh, an Australian institution, an icon. Do mm. you reckon musically. our next
5: guest's got a fabian in excess song?
6: The great Buzz Rothfield. Morning, Buzz. Yeah, good morning, guys. Did How you are ha- you? Did you happen to hear the interview with Gary, Gary Beers? Mate, can
23: I be honest? I didn't, but I will download the uh, podcast. You'll have well, to, Buzz. I want to play mm. you
6: this, Buzz, because he is in LA and he watches the mm. uh, watches shows. watches you, Buzz, yeah. And he mentioned your name. I did it. And I said, do you think Buzz has got rock star looks? And this is what he said, Phil. Uh Gary, do you think Buzz has got rock star looks? I mean, you'd know. Be careful with this one, Gary. (laughs) He was quite a looker in his day. He certainly got a rock star attitude.
5: (laughs) He has, yeah. (laughs) What do you reckon, Buzz? (laughs) Oh, mate, I'm glad he watches the show. There you go, all the way from LA, Buzz.
23: Yeah, listen, Bulldog, I wouldn't be trying to get people to bag my head. <laughs> I
6: look. Mate, that's that's music royalty talking about you. You must be, you must be flattered, Phil. Yeah, mate, I really am. That's mm. unbelievable, isn't it? Have hey, yeah. you got a
5: favourite In Excess song, Buzz?
6: Oh, same
23: as you. Was it you? Yeah, or was it Lovely Tan? You Don't Change, I reckon.
5: Yeah, Tan's yeah, it's, that's my third favourite. Yeah. I've got... Listen like thieves and shine like it does, my top two. then. Isn't that a great, uh, well,
23: I'll have to go back and listen to that. Um, it was extraordinary, yeah.
5: Buzz. He's, he watches the NRL, he's up to speed. He um, gave a summation of what could happen in the finals. He's a Manly tragic, and he took us down a memory lane when Manly were in the 70s, when he was sitting on the hill with his father, at brookie, and watching yeah, Bozo right. at his best. It was just, it was fantastic. Isn't
23: that great, eh? Mm. it? would be a good story, dog, to do all the sort of superstars and singers and You poly- just everyone who
6: follows rugby league, mm. you know. Can you keep those good story people. ideas off air, Buzz? <laughs> Sorry? Can you keep those good story ideas when we're off air? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, look at the PMs who even
23: follow rugby league. Your man, Alba, um, you know, mad south man and... I was at Cronulla last night in the uh, Steve Mason's box and the mate Scamo
6: was
5: there. was yeah, there, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Howard, yeah. Mayor Dragons fan. he was, yeah. Mm. Sorry, mate, Johnny, John Had Howard, Johnny Abbott. John Howard, Johnny Abbott, Manly Man. He's a big game,
6: Bulldog. Mm. Hey, Buzz, you... about politicians, mm. guys. What a weekend, eh? Oh. Yeah. What about your column today, Buzz? And I think you're on the page one of the Sunday telly. Mm. You might have chatted to the father of Victor Radley, Buzz. Tell us about the interview and what he said. Yeah, well, how... Horrible was that
23: incident. How mm. kind of scary was it? Mm. Um, Victor put his head in the wrong place in the tackle and got knocked unconscious and was horrible, horrible sight on TV of him lying on the ground convulsing. Um, but they put him on a medicab. They uh, they handled it very, very professionally and. As soon as he got to the sheds, he was sitting up again, and the great Cathy King, uh, the Roosters official, rang Nigel Radley and said, look, your boy's okay," which was a huge relief for everyone. But Nigel says, look, it's part of the game. If you want to play rugby league, um, you know, you've got to expect the odd head knock. He wants him to sit out next weekend against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. This will, of course, depend on independent medical advice because he's got... um, um, but look I, I think he will be wrested from the game, that there's no point. There's nothing really hanging on that result apart from bragging rights. I did love what Nigel Radley's dad said at the end of the story. The, the end, um that games like that will bring the crowd crowds back and that's what the fans want to see, the two sides. It was like a fourth origin match. Oh, that, fantastic, it? yeah.
7: Yeah, love.
23: look, having said that. I think there were a few nasty incidents, mm. particularly Nelson the Sofa Solomona, and I thought Cameron Munster was a shocking cheap shot on yep. Sam Walker.
7: Yep.
23: And this Nelson the Sofa Solomona, seriously, he got pulled up for the elbow to Joseph Suwali. That's what he got the three thousand dollars fine from. He also need Joey Manu in the head. Mm. And you know what? I like it as tough as, but I don't like cheap shots. And I think the fact that he continues to come up with these cheap shots is a result of a very, very soft match review and judiciary system. This same player knocked the teeth out of a couple of teeth from Wade Egan. Remember early in the year?
6: I certainly do. Mm.
23: No action. No action. He's
6: certainly getting a rap sheet, Nelson. And he's a big boy, Buzz. He's, he's, he's robust. He's got some footwork. He's a giant. But it's just a little mm. a bit I of stuff like grouping into his God, game that's just unsavoury and unnecessary.
23: Oh, social media was in meltdown on
6: Friday night over his behaviour.
23: And 100%. Cameron Munster should know better too than to do that. And okay, why did he get a warning letter? Oh. Why didn't he get a... A chart. Hmm. Don't contact. He elbowed the kid in the head.
6: Buzz, before he we go into your column Sorry? Before we go into your column, Shane yeah. from Butham has texted in. He says, I agree that Buzz does have rock star looks, a lot like oh. Ozzie Osbourne. <laughs>
23: Oh, right.
6: That's
23: very kind <laughs> Very good. Very
5: good. <laughs> it's been funny. Hey, Buzz, as Dino said, plenty to talk about in your column today in the Sunday Telegraph as well. And there seems to be um, some momentum gathering behind RCG getting into the World Cup squad.
23: Yeah, good story, this one. Um, because I can't believe Freddie Fitler dropped him from the New South Wales State of Origin side this year, particularly and it was proven right. We lost the series. Um, there were rumors around at the time that he didn't have the tightest relationship with Penrith Panthers players, and that's why he was left out of the side. And um, Greg Alexander and Freddie Fittler went for Jordan McLean and Jacob Siafiti ahead of him, which I found pretty outrageous um, because I think Campbell Gillard's been in great form all along. Mal said he doesn't care about the rumour mill, so the rumour mill, there'll be Penrith players on tour, Nathan Cleary, Apikorosau and Isaiah Yav, But he wants to pick the best players. He had Campbell Gillard in 2017 and said he's a good team player, good fella. And um, I'm very worried, actually, about the Australian front rowers at the World Cup. You look at Borua Hargreaves, Tarpany, Fisher-Harris, the South Solomon, mm. the Kiwis. Mm. probably, what, nearly the four best props in the game. But Mal says he's OK. He's got plenty, and, and Campbell Gillard will be part of that squad. So uh, I think we're going to have our hands full of England guys against the
6: Kiwis. Mm. Buzz, what's the story uh, with Dylan Walker? You've got a piece in your column this morning saying that he'll be denied the chance to play for the Kiwis.
23: Yeah, Doug, how many international rule changes have been in the last 10 years?
5: Can't keep
6: up. You- Can't keep up. You you can't keep
5: up with
23: you know these qualification rules. So anyway, as a 19-year-old kid emerging at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Bob Fulton picked him to play for Australia way back in 2014 at the Four Nations tournament. So I said he was a teenager, and he proudly wore the Australian jersey. He then did um, took a deeper look into his own heritage. His dad's a Kiwi of, of Maori heritage. So he very proudly represented the New Zealand Maoris and the All-Stars for three years. He says he became a better person from learning about their culture and it was a sort of self-healing exercise for him. And now he wants to play for New Zealand. Now, Doug, I haven't got time to go through all the other players who have been allowed to change their country of choice in recent years. Yet there was this old rule that you can't go from one Tier 1 to another Tier 1. I think they need to have a look at this, and they've invited the New Zealand Rugby League to appeal the decision because I'd like to see Dylan Walker wear that jersey for his dad, if he's good enough to make the side. It
6: was a long time uh, ago, wasn't it, Buzz?
23: Yeah, it was a long time ago, Dog but he was a teenager. Mm. Correct. And. And he's one—he's another one of these players I really admire in rugby league who had a long rap sheet and did some really, really regrettable things and faced court off the field, and I don't want to go through it. Mm. But I think he has emerged as a better person from his experiences of, of delving into his Maori culture and honouring his dad and his family heritage in this manner. And yeah, I'd like to see him wear that Kiwi
5: jersey. Yep, fair enough. Hey, Buzz, it's been a long season for Dragons fans and um, Rumour Mill won't go away as you've hinted at in your column today about player discontent.
23: Yeah. Um, Look, this this one's been touched on a couple of times and probably deserves a deeper dive into what's happening at uh, St George Illawarra at the moment and another failed Premiership campaign. I wrote a column earlier in the year that St. George were like the reject shop. They uh, just pick up players uh, on the cheap, not wanted other clubs who contribute to their salaries. And <clears throat> I don't want to bag Anthony Griffin. I think he's a really, really good fella but he is very close to uh, a lot of the older boys there like Ben Hunt, uh, McCulloch, the hooker and a few of the other players aren't happy. I've mentioned the names of Jaden Sewer. Um, and Blake Laurie. Um, I spoke to Jaden's who was agent, because I was told um, that he had asked for release, that he's not happy playing there and uh, wants to go elsewhere. This was denied by the St George camp, but it will not go away. And I'll be closely watching their performance against the West Tigers this afternoon. Um, um, look, clubs that keep loot, it's quite like manly, isn't it? Mm. They're not happy either. Mm. And there's some George players that aren't happy. But I'll be watching this one closely over the next few weeks when they go on their early Mad Monday.
6: Buzz, right here, right now at 9.57 on Sunday morning, who do you think yes. will play in the grand final? Oh, wow. Thanks for the warning, Pop. That's all right. Um, <laughs> I think Penrith will be there. Yep.
23: And I think Eastern Suburbs Roosters will be there. Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, and they were the grand. Oh, I had the Roosters winning the comp at the beginning of the year, and I thought ten weeks ago I was wrong again, and uh, I, I gave them no hope at all. But they're a super impressive side. They've got um, they've got spark, they've got energy, they've got power. What about Big Hargreaves up
6: the front? The mm. mind what about Lodge? He's almost becoming by the year buzz. Eighty grand, dog. Mm.
23: 80 Unbelievable. Thousand dollars. You know what I mentioned the other day? We talking about the front row shortage for the Kangaroos. If the Roosters go deep into the finals, I think he's an outside hope of playing for Mel Meninga at the World Cup. Mm. He was Channel 9 man of the match on Friday night against Storm in the most brutal game of the year. And he's been a sensational bite. The other kid, the kid I'm absolutely is Sam Walker. Mm. Everyone's saying he's too small, he's not tough enough, he can't tackle. He won the game for them with his C- defense. A
5: couple of try-saving yeah, tackles on the line, weren't they, Buzz? He was what fantastic. Yeah, he was fantastic. So, had he's half his body weight almost. It was yeah. an extraordinary tackle. Fantastic. Your Sharkies, though, Buzz? Yeah, the Sharkies. Um,
23: I said on TV the other night, once you get to the finals, teams like the Cowboys and the Sharks, you've got to go another gear. You, mm. you, I'm not sure if that gear's there. Having And, and they, jeez, that was an ordinary game last night. Mm. I was, had to sit. It, it was a shocking game of football, mm. the skill level. But Cronulla do turn up and play much better against the good sides. And they wouldn't be running out right second if they weren't a puncher's chance of going all the way. So I'm not writing them off, but you ask me who I think, and mm. I, I think that it'll be East and... Um,
5: Penrith. But before we get your tips on today's two games, cricket is back. Australia taking on Zimbabwe in Townsville in the first of three ODIs this morning. I oh, didn't mention that England did win overnight um, by innings and 85 runs, bowling out South Africa for 179. The second dig, that series now tied at one all going into the third and final test. But you've mentioned Steve Waugh, one of the true legends of Australian cricket in your column this morning, and he was in a car accident, Buzz.
23: Yeah, and you know what? He had to go to hospital afterwards. It was a three-car prank. But you know the reason he had to go to hospital? Remember the collision with Jason Gillespie in India, wasn't it, 1999? I can never forget that. And, And he suffered that awful break, of broken nose, and needed a little reconstruction surgery at the time. Well, anyway, the bloody the damn airbag's gone off in his face in the car accident, and there was a concern that might have, you know, caused drama to the old injury. Mm. But you know how tough he is. Yeah. He he's he's, he's, a, he's a bloke who could play in NRL, Melbourne Storm Roosters. He's that tough. Mm.
5: But
23: anyway, he had a brief hospital visit. They checked him out. He's okay, and he was back at work the next day.
5: That's Steve, Steve Wall. That's Steve Wall. Hey Buzz, I, w- I want to get your thoughts on a couple of huge games next weekend as well. But just quickly today, the Tigers take on the Dragons. That's the two o'clock game. Tigers three thirty head to head. The Dragons a dollar thirty four G. They're short. <coughs> then the four o five game Gold Coast versus Newcastle. The odds are head to head. Gold Coast a dollar forty seven. The Knights at two seventy. How do you see these two games, Buzz?
23: Well, I must say it's hardly it's a Sunday isn't mm-hmm.
6: dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I agree. Look. <laughs> I thought, dear, oh dear.
23: Are you covering one of these games, Dean? I
6: certainly hope not.
23: <laughs> oh, okay.
6: Look, you expect the
23: Dragons to win, don't you? You hope so, yeah. You expect mm-hmm. them to win. I spoke about Jadon Seals. He's a hundred game. Look, they should. the West Tigers are horrible at the moment. And they need their new troops to arrive next year, and poor old Brett Kamali. So the Dragons should win that one, although there's a rough hope of an upset. And, look, I think the Titans are a better side than the Knights mm-hmm. at home, and... See Buzz to the stadium on the beautiful Gold Coast. So I think they'll get the brass
5: Exactly. And just quickly, Buzz, the top eight, we've only got one position effectively decided at the moment. That's Penrith with the minor premiership because two to eight is will be determined by next week's games. Just quickly, Buzz, Parramatta, Melbourne, Thursday night. Who gets a double chance?
23: I think Melbourne will beat them, mate. I okay. do. I, do. No. I saw enough there the other night um, to think they they were just a class above
5: power and most of their rivals. Fair enough. Roosters versus South in that huge game at Allianz on Friday night?
23: Uh, this one's really hard to predict because there's nothing really hanging on it and they'll rest their players for the following week. Mm. But because it's at home, I'll tip the Roosters, but I expect both clubs to be resting a few of their players, despite the fact that the stadium open an enormous game.
5: Yep. And Cowboys versus Panthers in Townsville on Saturday night? This is interesting, because I expect Penrith will rest players do you, guys.
23: Yeah, 100%. That's, that's the tip, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tip the Cowboys at home, because they've still got the live chance if um, if Canola can't beat Newcastle on um, Old Boys' Day. Mm. Uh, which is always hard in Newcastle. The Cowboys still hope, so I'll tip the Cowboys up there.
5: Fair enough. And there's two more really important games next weekend. The Dragons take on Brisbane. Um, Who wins that one, Buzz? Because the Raiders are now into the eight after their huge win over Manly yesterday, 48-6.
23: Well, this time of the year, Ray, I look at teams that have to win and uh, have more purpose and more reason to
5: win, so I'll tip the Broncos there. And you'll tip the Raiders to knock off the Tigers next week?
23: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, they will. Look, you know Ricky Stewart cops a bit on mm. social media, um, you yeah, and the, everyone gets in the media, you never bag Ricky and all this stuff. They were gone after about 10, 12 rounds this year. They were dead set gone. Yeah, yeah, And the comeback has been outstanding coaching. It really has to keep that side rock solid through difficult times. And everyone's saying they'll make the eight just to make up the numbers, but I tell you what, I would want to play in week one the way they're playing football right now with those two big front rowers um, leading the way, Papali. I've mm-hmm. um, had a brains played here. Joe talking yeah.
6: about Joe Tarpeny, Yeah, he's uh, playing uh, brilliantly, Buzz. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go.
5: Hey, Buzz, we'll talk finals next week. It's going to be a fascinated, fascinating yeah, good month of September. Bob. Good on you, Buzz. Enjoy Don't today. Don't lose those we'll rock star looks. Week.
23: I'm going to go and listen to your podcast,
6: man. Go, you are going to, to sing us a song, Buzz. <laughs> Sorry? Can you sing us an in excess song before you go? No, I can't, do. <laughs> all right. We'll you keep those rock star looks, all right? Good
5: idea. Go on, you buzz. Thanks so much. Oh. Hey, Dino, quickly, Tigers versus Dragons. Will uh, Dragons win. will win that. Okay, Gold Coast versus Newcastle.
6: And Gold Coast will win that.
5: And just your thoughts on these three ga- big games next week. We'll talk about the Raiders next Sunday before they play them, but Parramatta Melbourne Thursday night.
6: Yeah, I'd like to see the teams, Ray, yep. because I think some will be rested, but. Right now I'll go Melbourne.
5: Gee, Parramatta, good value at two twenty five to
6: beat Para. I'll go Roosters to beat South and I will go the Cowboys to beat what I believe to be a depleted Penrith side through Players being rested.
5: Broncos or Raiders finish eighth.
6: Raiders. Okay,
5: coming up on Racing HQ with Simon Harrison, Gary Harley will preview the meeting at Wyong, and Ben Walker will look at Dubbo. The Big Sports Breakfast team is back tomorrow morning at five thirty. Jared Middleton hosting alongside Laurie Daly, Michael Clark, and Jamie Rogers. If you would like to revisit any of, any of today's show or interviews, go to Spotify or click on the podcast icon on your iPhone or Android. Dino. Thanks so much over the last three hours. It's been great fun. How good was Gary Beers? Lots and lots of fun, right? Hope everyone out there enjoyed it. Enjoy your Sunday, everybody. And enjoy your excess.